this special word of God in my mouth that for anybody that came to service I see natural laws being suspended and God will give you a breakthrough what is a miracle it is the suspension of natural laws for God to have his way to give solution to his children Dr. Kojo Boatin Bempa is an international preacher and teacher who operates in all the five folds of ministry. He is a conference speaker and book author, a man that is intimately associated with the supernatural dimension of God. Dr. Bempa has a mandate from God to teach people how to walk in divine health, supernatural prosperity, and for the Great Commission. In April 2008, Dr. Bempa followed the leading of the Lord to establish Holy Hill Chapel Assemblies of God, a church he has pastored steadfastly since its inception. Holy Hill Chapel AG is a church that began with six members and has grown into a beautiful family of over 2,000 passionate believers. Walking directly in the footsteps of fathers of faith and mentors like Bishop David Oyedipo, Bishop Dag Heward Mills, Archbishop-elect Salifu Amwaku, and Apostle Guillermo Maldonado, among others, he is building a megachurch for the Lord. For over 20 years, Dr. Kojo Bempa's steadfast message has always been the gospel of salvation, faith, prosperity, and the supernatural, being identified with many unmistakable proofs, miracles, signs, and wonders not only for the Holy Hill family, but for many all over the world as he travels around the globe bearing the everlasting gospel of Jesus Christ. Dr. Bempa also serves as a board member of the Healing Jesus Crusade, an international evangelistic ministry headed by the renowned evangelist and teacher, Bishop Dag Heward Mills. Holy Hill has opened up several local and international churches. Dr. Bempa has trained many and sent many ministers to the Assemblies of God Theological Seminary to be trained as pastors. He also oversees non-denominational churches in Ghana, South Africa, Australia, USA and UK with other nations in the pipeline. Dr. Bempa reaches millions on TV every week, on GH1 TV every Sunday at 4.30pm, AGTV every Tuesday at 6.30pm and Saturday at 5pm, Ago TV on Fridays at 6.30pm and live on SBN Plus TV and Radio SBN every Tuesday at 7pm, Friday at 6.30pm and Sunday at 8am. All times are GMT. He also transmits during the week on radio stations all over Ghana. His teachings and messages are available via the Kojobwating Bempa podcast in both audio and video format. You can interact with him and join live services via Facebook Live, YouTube Live, MetaViral and Podbean Live, all under the same name. In the year 2015, the Council of Bishops and Apostles Theological Seminary conferred on him an Honorary Doctor of Divinity degree for his outstanding exploits and impact in ministry. In 2022, Dr. Kojobempa was appointed as the board chairman for AGTV Ghana and given the role of Assemblies of God Adabraka district pastor. In July 2023, he attained a PhD in leadership and governance from the Northwestern Christian University, USA. Dr. Bempa is married to Lady Pastor Patience Kachura Bempa and God has blessed them with two beautiful girls, Shunamite and Abigail. Please welcome Dr. Kwojo Bwatimbempa.
Discover how you can live a glorious and supernatural life through the teachings of Reverend Dr. Kojo Bwatimbempa. Reverend Dr. Kojo Bwatimbempa is a senior pastor and visionary of Holy Hill Chapel AG. An anointed, energetic, and practical teacher, this servant of God will inspire you with practical teachings of the Word of God that will inspire, refresh, energize, and bring healing to your body, soul, and spirit. Now to today's message. Let's put our hands together for the Lord and take our seats in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I want to thank God for such a great privilege and opportunity granted us to come together again to hear from God's servant. And on his behalf, we want to extend a warm welcome to everyone once again. Put your hands together for the Lord and turn to your neighbor and tell them you are welcome. All right. So in a short while, God's servant is going to be speaking to us. But before then, we want to share a testimony. And I'm particularly happy about this testimony because I know it's going to encourage somebody to listen to what our father is teaching us. And it is also to show us that everything he says here is not only working in Holy Hill, but it is working elsewhere. And many of you are testimonies to that. Let's put our hands together for the Lord. Okay. So this is a testimony about supernatural church growth after attending last month's Sons of the Prophet conference. That was the June edition, the one before this one. So he says, my name is Reverend Samuel Kwame Sasu, head pastor of a young church Gospel Waves Citadel Church International, and this church was established three years ago in Insawem, and has about nine small branches in the country, excluding the main church where I pastor. I was invited to the Sons of the Prophet Conference by my favorite lecturer, Pastor Bafour. He's a pastor in Holy Hill. After bothering him to help me get close to Papa, I came to the meeting with a lot of expectations to contact the Greece so I can pastor well. And when I came, Papa was teaching on church growth and he released some wisdom keys. I was amazed at the simplicity of the practical teaching he was giving us. I was stunned and with a great sense of joy from within, I wrote everything he taught and as he kept on teaching, I was writing notes and creating departments in my church right in the meeting at the same time. If you remember, Daddy was talking about different working units we need to create in our church. So whilst listening, he was making notes and creating the departments. Now listen to the departments he created. He says, I created a data ministry which takes care of the data of all the souls that enter the church for the first time. Then, I created the Kalio Ministry, that is his call center, also responsible for calling the souls. And in addition to these two ministries, I created the follow-up team, which I led myself. Now, when I returned, I told my associate pastor about the new ministries I had created. Then, the following week, I declared the month of July as 30 days of radical soul winning. Also, throughout the month, 
I kept on listening to the message Papa preached over and over again as I went through my notes and steadily put the keys to work. Now listen to the results. He sent his testimony yesterday. So he says that today is 26th July. That's yesterday. As I shared this testimony. To the glory of God, in the month of July, our church has grown from an average of 40 regular Sunday attendance to 78. So, in case your math teacher didn't die early, as it was in my case, I'm not a very good mathematician. You can do the computation and you realize that that is almost 100% increase. And that's where the testimony lies. So, it means that in the twinkle of an eye, if we engage the kids we are being taught, God can also give us 100% increase. He says, on the first Sunday, I applied what Papa said about soul winning and visitation. And then on Sunday, the 23rd of July, we were close to 100 in attendance. From 40 to 100. I have declared the last Sunday, which is coming Sunday, as an Akazo Sunday. And we are trusting the Lord to see souls come and receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Why don't you put your hands together for the Lord? Hmm. Now he says that one phenomenal impact of the meeting also is that in the main church where I am pastoring is as the main church where I'm pastoring is growing, almost all our branches picked up the exercise. What exercise? They saw winning. They also caught the fire and they also saw explosive increase. So the key works everywhere. The church is growing. And we are happily working for God. And I am becoming a happy young pastor. Teaching and preaching under some sweet anointing. May that be your story in Jesus name. Yeah. Because our father tells us in the multitude of the people is a king's honor. If you are a pastor, you go to church and only three people are sitting down. Meanwhile, you have arranged and riches. It breaks your heart. So I understand what the man is saying. That I'm now preaching under some sweet anointing. If you have crowd in your church, the anointing will be sweeter. May that be your story in Jesus' name. So once again, our father is going to be speaking. And I don't know what key God is going to release through him. I just want to stir your appetite. That something is about to happen to you. A month by this time, when we gather, you will share your testimony. And there's a mighty revival taking place in this city. Papa sent me to go and represent him at a meeting somewhere. And somebody was preaching. And throughout the preaching, he kept mentioning Papa's name. And all he said was that now, in Ghana, he's the one they are looking up to. Yes, he has become an icon of church growth, soul winning revival in the city and in the nation. And you are one of those people who are going to what, promote that. Put your hands together for the Lord. And let's welcome God's servant to the altar. Wow. Clap your hands for the Lord. We want want to cover some some things, so we have to start very early. Amen. Amen. Lift your hands and pray this prayer. Say, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Now, I got something that... um, just reading your Bible is not enough. You need to pray for us. Look at Psalm 119 verse 18. Psalm 119 verse 18. 
open down my eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of thy law. So he's not just looking into the Bible. There are wonders inside the Bible. So what he's saying that open my eye. This is not intellectual, it's spiritual. That when I look into the book, I can see wonders. There are wonders in the Bible. And so that's the prayer we are going to pray right now. Father, open my eye. That today I may see. Sometimes it's just a scripture that the man of God will quote to. It's not what he's saying, but the scripture will just hit you. Pray in the Holy Ghost and say, Lord, open my eye. To see some wonders, some wonderful things in the book. Open my eye. Everybody speak in tongues for, for some two minutes. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Sweet Spirit of God, Rababa, Rosegeregedegede, Lambarada Balia Balusa Balabalea la 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 la, Legadu la Baragadiza Bragadalagalagala, Lebalababa, Lebrabalababalabalababa, Legaraza Brabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabal
in our praises as your people declare your mighty word blessed be the Lord God Almighty oh that is that is to Sorry, we honor you, Lord. We thank you. Glory for it. Oh, let the oil flow. Let the oil be fresh. Help me, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. For you are glorious and worthy to be praised. You are the light upon the throne. Lift your hands, Father. We thank you. We bless you. We honor you today. Holy Spirit, help, help us. Help me. Help us to see wonderful things. Help us to see the secrets. Help us to see the keys. Help us to find, find the missing keys, Lord. Oh, help us, Holy Spirit, Master Teacher. Take control, Lord. Yeah, over our mind, over our spirit. We bind every spirit of destruction, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Open our eyes. Yeah, let us be prophetic this morning, Lord. Let us have insight into some deep things. We give you glory. We give you honor. In the name of Jesus, we pray with thanksgiving. And let everybody say amen. Tend to some three brothers and greet them and tell them something good is going to happen to you. Yes, yes, yes. You need to relate. You don't have to be a, a lone ranger. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Please take your seat. Take your seat. Take your seat. Take your seat. Now, our first announcement is that a big unknown thing is about to visit us. A big unknown thing. That's how Bishop Dow is a, a big anointing. When God wants to bless you, He will send you a man, no money. He will send you a man. Men carry spirits. And so, by the grace of God, we've gotten some favor. Bishop Noah Jones is coming down. Now, in America, they call him the pastor's pastor. You see, many of us, we don't, we don't, we don't, you have to, you have to follow people in ministry. In America, 
anytime they are doing any meeting that has to do with pastors baptist any meeting that is pastors have gathered you see no one jones there because the man is too deep and so next month august we will not we will not meet our meeting with him is 7th september in the morning that's the meeting with sons of prophets with bishop and so right that's thursday morning but he will be here on the tuesday night you'll be here for four days so i want you to come with your leaders you know it's not a this chatting is 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 the whole gun anybody that want to come and so you come down you'll be here on monday monday no meeting tuesday night thursday night tuesday night wednesday night thursday morning he will do only one but, but he can talk for six hours when he's teaching pastors well that is his, he carried that spirit and then thursday evening and then friday when they finish their last meeting he's going to fly back he's 72 years old it's not so he's coming with many 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 years don't be proud and say somewhere and say you watch on television because you know that when you are in the house you cannot concentrate because sometimes even in the meeting you'll be sleeping whatever when you are in your house so let's forget this online whatever that one belongs to those who are not privileged to be around so everybody must come for fresh impartation and don't come alone i've told you the meeting is open especially that thursday morning come with your leaders look for money and bust them or help you see it's, it's it's better you when when it's better you travel with the people you are working with some of us pastors are always working alone even when you are invited to preach you go alone the day somebody accuses you that you you went to a hotel with a girl who is going to defend you you a man of god must always have people follow him because jesus never walk alone even when he went to the mountain the people were still down waiting for him so that a walk alone spirit is very dangerous so plan if you if you need to a pastor lets them are working some accommodation issue if you need to hang around when i used to go to pastor chris meeting nobody gave us a place to sleep we have to search it ourselves you poke into it find out south africa which hotels are around the meeting place and then you see so this do it do it for me you need to be daring and then we'll find out and say where can we get a battle buy we search all these things so around the ransberg area and then we'll go sometimes i'm going first time i'm going i don't know anybody there then i met richard at the airport and then where, where he took me to at that time he's also struggling he was using some okoloko cabby one day we were going to the meeting police arrested us because the car has no roadworthy nothing in south africa and i was, he said papa if the people can, i began to pray in the car and then at some some through some means the people let us go and so how men have struggled to get here is not a thing we go, go we go when we go to Apomandonado this thing you have to look around for a big sleep because sometimes if they add that one to, to their bed and it becomes whatever and so one of my ladies will drive how he will drive 17 hours a pregnant meet me in miami so you see it's not when, don't make the ministry easy for your life it's not going to help you meet me in miami and then he will bring me soup this 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 she is not coming for the conference but because i need to be there she will drive 17 hours 
I tell you, so that the meeting can become possible. And so, find around. We check some hotels. We some of them are very good today. You go on the internet. You see many, many things. And then those of you who are, if you see Pastor Les, them they are trying to and come and spend those four days. It's going to be too powerful. And get some oil on your hair. So it's very weird, it, and it, it costs us a lot to bring those kind of men. Charlie, it's not a small thing, but by the grace of God, somebody say by the grace of God. The grace of God. And so we we are the host. We all of us here. The rest of the people there, they will come and join us. But I told him that we have sons of the prophets. Because he was asking me, the pastor's meeting, and I said, no. Many, many people are coming from the north. In our meetings, it's free for all. So don't miss this encounter. Start planning. Today is what? We have almost six weeks to go. Plan with your leaders. Try and find money and bring them. Let the man release something on our life. As he's going back, I don't know when he's going to come back again. Because he even told me that he's, he just got married, so he doesn't travel much. He got married at the age of 71. My God. <laughs> so, some, some huge oil is coming to town. And you, you have to find your way out. Amen. So, try, save your money, whatever, and then look for your seat. When you come, write his name at the back. That's how we go for conferences. And then you can drop it with Pastor Les. We package everything. Let the man of God go and be blessed. When you also get 60 years, people will be looking for you. And, and their sense of... So please, fifth, the meeting is starting on 5th to 8th. It's four days. Four days. Learn how to travel as a man of God. Travel. Go and stay in places. I've come here because of anointing. You see, when you do that, God sees that this man... He's very desperate. Yesterday, I was watching Papa Pastor Deboye talking about his encounter with Kenneth Hagin and Yongicho. He said, I didn't have money, but I have to fly to Tulsa. And first time I saw a man speaking to 17,000 pastors. When I came back to Nigeria, I said, Lord. And then he made a statement. He said, what your eyes cannot see, you cannot desire. When he came to Nigeria, I said, Lord, if you don't do what I saw you do with Kenneth again, you are a racist. <laughs> and then later he heard about Yongicho. You see, if you don't go to place, he heard about Yongicho, he said, South Korea, I don't have money. Today he said, Bellonia, but you see, at the beginning, I will go to South Korea too. And he struggled, struggled. He went alone. He tells you that he didn't have anything. Struggle, 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 struggle. And then when, when they finished, the young Ijo meeting he said he saw 50,000 people and they announced in the meeting those of you who came this week next week don't come to church because if you come some people will not get a place they say what at that time his church is small and then later he returned back so the Sunday they took them to a place prayer mountain when you go to the prayer mountain you know it's international people say they are in a bath when everybody entered the bath he was nowhere to be found he has, he has entered into prayer and the prayer has triggered. He prayed, prayed, prayed. Where is that black man? And he was the only black man among the people. White people, you know, time conscious, they're angry. Where is that black man? Where is that black man? He came back after two hours. People are sitting in the bar, angry. He said nobody spoke to him for one hour till they got to the place. Where, where, where were you?
you we have finished the meeting this 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 he said please i'm sorry i was uh, the prayer took over me and today god has built him a city so if you sit down there and you don't travel and unfortunately it also it shows a sign of pride we don't know many things so yes that's one thing bishop noah jones told me he said that he said he said he said man of god now the more you see god the more you get to know that you don't know many things you become more humble so please mark that date 5th to 8th september a huge anointing we don't know when we are going to get money again to bring such people it's not i don't want to tell you whatever so because some of you his ticket money can build your church yes i tell you it's not a joke so it's, it's it's a journey of faith it's a journey of faith but one day you get there amen now today we want to discuss very very important issues today we are going to be speaking about wisdom for continuous church growth wisdom for continuous and i want to hammer on the word wisdom because there are many many powerful people who lack wisdom power without wisdom will give you success but it will not establish the success so very soon you become an s champion but look at the bible first corinthians 1 24 every man of god must combine these two forces first corinthians 1 24 says and christ he said but to those called by god how many are called by god like myself to those who are called by god you see don't rush the scriptures listen carefully but to those called by god to salvation both the jews and the gentile christ is the power of god and the wisdom of god always we are only emphasizing on power 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 so many people's ministries are not well balanced because by the time the pastor is very powerful anointed and gifted by his chasing girls he lacks wisdom many 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 mistakes because people are telling us only the gift is important only the power many 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 powerful ministries that started you can't find it anywhere and everything that god is doing in your life you want it to be permanent so look at it you need these combined forces of the two power wisdom wisdom we don't talk about wisdom how many places do you see people talking about it and yet the bible says wisdom is the principal thing everybody you see every man of god power there's nothing wrong but you see there must be a balance if jesus is saying you need wisdom and power and you are saying you only need power you are in trouble now so therefore what is wisdom wisdom for continual church growth what is wisdom wisdom is knowing the right thing to do in the word of god and doing them why is why is he adding the doing that because many know what to do but they don't do now if your knowledge remains at the knowledge level you are not wise you are knowledgeable but you are not wise you know that tighten open the windows but you don't tighten. you are not a wise man you are just knowledgeable and this is the big problem of africa too many knowledgeable people without application so we don't move forward if you see in africa when they are appointing politicians look at degrees what they are looking at you see 
But if you check the American story, when Donald Trump became president, the thing, the kind of revolution that came because he's a practical man, somebody who have done it before. But we vote talkers instead of doers. This is our big problem. As well, even you as a pastor, don't be a talker, be a doer. Now, when will you know that you are applying wisdom? Matthew 7, 24 and 25. To them talking about wisdom, we want to lay emphasis on that. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, look at it, and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which build. So knowing is not enough, it is the doing that converts it from knowledge to wisdom. So we go to a lot of school, but we can't repair a car. You see an engineer who cannot fix a carburetor. And yet he's so proud that he says he has a degree. And somebody, the fitter man, doesn't know anything. And yet, when our car goes spoiled, the professor will take the car to the, the small boy. And the small boy. So the professor is knowledgeable. The small boy has wisdom. Yeah, that's how that's how the thing works. So you see many, 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 many people teaching in the Bible school can build a church. Because that is knowledge. It's not knowledge you need. You need wisdom. So we need to translate. You need to move. If you see, if you don't understand it this way, you will I know many things, but one thing is not working because you think knowledge, you need to graduate. So a wise man is not those who hear is those who hear and do those who hear and do and so wisdom is knowing the right thing to do and doing them but this one said to do in the way james 1 22 to 25 to have a lot of scriptures so follow james 1 22 to 25 be ye doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourself if a man be a hearer of the word and not a doer he's like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass for he beholded himself and goeth away and straightway he forgetted what manner of man he was verse 25 but whoso looketh into the perfect of law of liberty and continue therein and be not a forgetful hearer but a doer of the work this man shall be blessed indeed you must be a doer what is wisdom wisdom is knowing the right way to go from scriptures and going there knowing the right way to go and go in, don't just know it, do it. Ecclesiastes 10 10. Wisdom is knowing the right way to go and go in there. If the iron be blunt and he didn't know where the earth, then must he put to more strength. But wisdom is profitable to direct. So wisdom gives direction. The young guy said that when I was teaching, he caught something. As soon as he was sitting there, he was writing. As soon as he went, he put it into, 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 into practice. And now he has 100% church growth. Very powerful. Now, so we say that wisdom is knowing the right thing to do and doing it. Wisdom is knowing the right way to go and go in it. God's word is God's wisdom in print. God's word, recently I learned something that is not good for a man to read for one hour. If you read for one hour, you lose 50% of the things you have read. So why, how do you read? You read for 30 minutes and come back to read again the what you read on 30 minutes before you continue but we don't like repetition that's why we don't know many things and i remember when i was in school when they give us english by the time the teacher marks 
I've gotten everything correct, but I've left full stop, I've left comma. Because I didn't like to read over when I write something. So later I learned that no. Anything I write, I must go over. And my mind started going up and going up and going up and going up. And so when you are studying things, learn how to come back after 30 minutes. Come back. And don't don't also sit down too long. When you sit down too long, the blood doesn't flow. After 30 minutes, jump up. So these are all small, small, small things. Now, so God's word is God's wisdom in print. So a man of God finds the way to solutions in the word. So we are saying that wisdom is knowing the right thing to do and doing the right way to go and go. But where are we going to know it? Through the Bible. 2 Timothy 3.15 God's word is God's wisdom in print. So he has printed his wisdom for you. 2 Timothy 3.15 eh? 2 Timothy 3.15 And from a child thou has known the holy scriptures which are able to make thee wise. So the Bible is a wisdom bank. The Bible is a wisdom bank. That's why people who have studied in science, in philosophy, when they don't read the Bible, they still act as fools. The Bible is God's wisdom bank. And from a child that has known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith. So, so knowing the Scriptures make you wise. And the scriptural way is the highway to success. Highway. God's wisdom is the highway to success. And church growth. Isaiah 55, 8 and 9. Isaiah 55, 8 and 9. Eh? He said, my ways, my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are my ways your ways. Eh? Say yes, the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. You see, that's why anytime you find a way to do something in the Bible, there is no knowledge anywhere in the world that can beat it. If you, if you find the keys to prosperity from the Bible, not from economics, you can't be poor again forever. Why? They are highways. And when you are on a highway, you reach faster than any other way. Today is today that the motorway has spoiled. Before when you hit, anybody gets a brand new car, that's where we test it. But now it's bam, 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 bam. So, the highways of God will beat science, it will beat philosophy, it will beat anything. That's why in the Bible days, when there is a famine in the nation, the men of God always come out. They don't suffer with the people because they know the highways. John 3.31 tells us that he that cometh from above is above all. So what is simply telling you is that the knowledge from above is above all knowledge. He that cometh from above is above all. And he that is of the earth is earthy. And speaker of the earth. But he that cometh from heaven is above all. This knowledge, what that we call wisdom, is from heaven. You see, why am I emphasizing it? You have to believe in it. If you don't believe what I'm saying, you see that when you pick your Bible, you say, oh, this one, let me see that economist. Oh, what a, you see, because you think that somebody knows something better than what is in scripture. Believe that everything you learn from scripture is the best method. It's the best method. All other people are commentators. And, and, and so you need to believe it. You need to believe it. You need to believe it. You need to believe. I believe that the Bible says, Titan opens the heavens. 
I don't believe any other nonsense that anybody is saying. And so, I do, you don't need to tell me to tithe. He said, I will open the windows of heaven. I've been tithing and I've been comparing it to saving my money in the bank and all the various investments. I've seen that their own is a lesser metal. Because somebody can even go and take the money and chop it. In Ghana here, eh, I know certain times when certain people came into power, they went to the central bank and took money in, um, uh, you know, the money, they store it in trunks and trunks. And then somebody saw it scattered in their party office. And he said, this is the money they went to the central bank to carry. Because we are having all sorts of men who are speaking English. And I, I'm not talking about this government or the other one, but a certain government. Yes. They went there where, where you say you are saving your money. And they, they just took it. So if this one is where you are, you are put your, your faith, you, you, you are wrong. But can you put your money in heaven for somebody to go and carry the trunk? Uh, but if we don't believe in it, that's when we start using all kinds of methods to get rich. But this is the highways of God. Glory to God. So today we look at seven wisdom keys for continuous church growth. Seven wisdom keys for continuous church growth. Key number one, have a vision for church growth all the time. Not sometime have a vision for church growth all the time because the reason is that some people when their church is small ah i won't go to grow the church when you look at their prayer card i won't go to grow that as the church grows small they change the vision i want to now build real estate they change the vision if you see he said, he said my church is enough i don't need whatever whatever now i'm into i'm selling blocks I'm now a government, whatever, an advisor to MPs. You leave the church and be following government officials who are traveling on official assignment. Man of God. And all those are going to be having problems. Yuria, you watch, you see it. I won't mention anybody's name, but Yuria, watch. Every heavily agenda begins with a vision. No church can grow beyond the vision of the leader. That's wisdom key number one. Do you have a vision for church growth? Have you told yourself in your heart, I want this church to grow? And, I, I, and, 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 and then you begin to set vision boundaries. When you hit, then you, you, you set it. When you hit, then you shift it. When you hit, it. Bishop, where the post church is 400,000. And he will be 17 next year. Yesterday, his PA called me. I said, how is Papa? He said, Papa is still on the road, though. On the road means that even during the week he's going on soul winning. Look at you, us. His vision for church growth is an undying vision. And that's what we are looking at today. Every kingdom vision is also found in the book. Now, Isaiah 29, 11 and 12. Isaiah 29, 11 and 12. As the vision of all is become unto us a word of a book that is sealed which men deliver to one that is learned, saying, read this. I prayed thee, and he said, I cannot read, for it is sealed. Then he goes, he said, and the book is delivered unto him that is not learned, saying, read this, I pray, and he said, I am not learned. Now, what it says is that, 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 that the book contains unlimited keys, but they won't read it. And so, in another words, what he's trying to say is that, 
a vision for church growth can be caught from the Bible. I'm not talking about you sleeping and having a dream. No, 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 no. I'm talking about finding out how does the Bible vision for church growth look like. So we look at Jesus' ministry. So, how is it that some people just go to 50 and they can't go forward? Because they don't have biblical vision for church growth. So all of us must catch the Bible one. Not even your friend's one. So, in Jesus' ministry, we saw multitude follow him. That is level number one. Mark 2.13. It's four levels. Multitude follow him. Mark 2.13. Be fast. Mark, Mark, Mark. Mark 2.13. Mark chapter 2, verse 13. And they come unto him. Mark 2, 13. Go back. Mark chapter 2, verse 13. And he went forth again by the seaside. And all the multitude resorted unto him as he taught them. All the multitude. Then he moved from multitude to great multitude. That's what I want you to see. Multitude to great multitude. Matthew 13 to write the scriptures down please because you see I'm trying to show you Bible fishing so you we don't really we don't relax Matthew 13 to and great multitude so it has moved from multitude to where great multitude were gathered together unto him so that he went into a ship and sat down and the whole multitude stood so you see this is a biblical vision of church multitude to great multitude and then Matthew 8, 1 to 3. Matthew 8, 1 to 3. Matthew 8, 1 to 3. And when he was come down from the, the mountain, great multitude followed him. Multitude. Great multitude. Behold, there came a leper watching me saying, Lord, if thou wilt make me clean. And then verse number 5. Number 3 says, and Jesus put forth his hand and taught him, saying, I will be, be thou clean immediately. So, multitude, great multitude, and very great multitude. Very great multitude. Now, the next level is innumerable multitudes. Luke 12, 1. So, I don't know the level where your church is now. In the meanwhile, when they were gathered together, an innumerable multitude. This gives no pastor rest. You can't rest at any level. An innumerable multitude of people in so much that they throw upon one another. Multitude, great multitude, very great multitude. As soon as we get multitude, we become proud. We stop. But the Bible vision for church growth is continuous. It's continuous. It's not 100. It's not 200. It's not a 1,000. It's not 10,000. You see, this thing that we were not taught makes us relax but if our vision comes from the bible so that's why we said that you must you must have a vision for church growth all the time don't say you are 50 years you are 60 years it's a continuous something and once it is a vision and you you you, you catch it by all means it will drive you and before you see the church is growing growing non-stop 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 now let's see the apostles also had vision for growth maybe they caught it from jesus's lifestyle 
so under the apostles of the new testament church we also saw number one multitudes acts 2 41 and 44 acts 2 41 and 44 if you can see it and did that gladly receive him were baptized and the same day they were added unto them about three thousand forty-one. And they continue steadfastly in the apostle doctrine, fellowship, in prayer, breaking of bread. And then, then go to Acts 4 4. Acts 4 4. And they, be, and they that believe were together and had Acts chapter 4, verse 4. Howbeit many of them which heard the word believed, and the number of men was about 5,000. You receive the flow from 3,000 to 5,000. So we call it multitude. Now let's come to Acts five twelve. We will see great multitude. Acts five twelve. And by the hands of the apostles were many signs wrought among the people, and they were all with one accord in Solomon's temple. Next thirteen. And the rest does no man join himself to them, but the people magnified them. Verse fourteen. And believers were more added to the Lord, multitudes, both men and women. So three thousand, five thousand. Now multitude. So we, the first one is multitude. This one is great multitude. They couldn't count. Great multitude. Now Acts six seven, Acts chapter six verse seven. Very great multitudes. If I see it and you also see it, the church will grow continuously. But I see most of that I will just say, "Oh Lord, grow my church." Have you seen it? Have you been able to see it from Scripture? Because once it is written, then it means it is receivable. And the word of God increased, and the number of disciples multiplied in Jerusalem. You see, from chapter 2, chapter 4, chapter 5, increase, continuous increase. And a great company of the priests were obedient to the faith. Acts 13 44. So if I were you, I write down all the scriptures and say, hey, not knowing that vision for church growth must be continuous. The next Sabbath day, came almost the whole city what almost the whole city somebody say almost the whole city it's going to happen to you very soon in the church i read about a pastor in italy he was in one of the cities of italy many years ago and the city had fourteen thousand people but every sunday he was recording in his church fourteen thousand five hundred which means that the whole city have gathered and other people have come from other villages now, when you see it this way, it has a way of telling you, brother, don't relax. Don't relax. So now it's not like Young Cho is doing it, whatever he's doing. It. You are now seeing it like a, a biblical vision. So the Bible gives nobody rest. No matter how big your church is, it can be bigger. If you have ever gone to redemption camp and you see the land that Papa Debo is sitting on, and this man is 80, even 81, 82, still saying that the city that God promised him, this is not the city. Until the church becomes as big as the city of Ibadan, that is when he has begun to see the vision come to pass. Meanwhile, from the hotel that they put me, going to his new auditorium, took us more than two hours. The same compound. And the man is saying that the vision have not started yet. Look at our small, small churches. How you don't even want to come for sons of prophets because you have seen 50 people added to your church. 
So the reason why many churches don't grow is that the pastor have no vision. He has other visions, but no vision for church growth. He has a vision for a car, a vision for a half caste wife, a vision to take his children to his wife to go and give birth in abroad. All kinds of some visions. A vision to buy a cave television. But vision for church growth, no. That's why. You pray about it, but check and see as I'm even talking. That do you have a vision for church growth? And I'm not just talking about writing something on paper. This thing must enter your spirit. And understand that there is no stopping anywhere. Today, some young pastors, they are accusing pastors who are always trying to start churches. You don't know because you, you don't see that way. That's why you think that some people are doing too much. But actually, that is the biblical vision. Always moving. Always multitude. Great multitude. Very great multitude. Innumerable multitude. Note, God does not want anyone to perish. And so as long as there are unbelievers on the street, no pastor can rest. Second Peter 3, 9. God is not willing that anyone should perish. Wherever you are listening to me from, as long as there are unbelievers on the street, all of us must be on the go. The Lord is not slack on sending That's some men cancer, but long suffering towards, not willing that any should perish, that all should come to repentance. Have we saved all? No. God has not God wants all men to be saved. He wants all men. First Timothy 2 4. So yesterday I was doing some mini crusade at Osu, which I will continue today. Just a little junction, put whatever there, pam, 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 made an altar call, 156 people they gave their life to Christ. It's only for two days. You don't need any big, big, whatever, poster, whatever, go street corner to street corner. But you, are, you want to do it like bonky. Are you bonky? Many people, because of the way they want to do it, that's why they never do anything. They never do anything. Just a little community put whatever. We got 156. If today I get 300 and I had it. God wants all men to be saved. Is that our mentality? First Timothy 2.4 Who will have all men to be saved? So if our vision is to save all men, how can we rest? All God wants us to see is this way. To partner with him in reaping the harvest of the world. Note, it is impossible for any pastor to see this biblical vision and remain adamant, complacent, and stagnant. You cannot. You cannot. You cannot. You cannot. It is impossible. If you see this way, multitude, innumerable multitude, very great multitude, and you ask if your church is a church of multitude, it must drive us. It must drive us. We must catch this vision and keep pushing. No church can grow without a pastor having a vision for church growth. No church can grow. Proverbs 29:18, where there is no vision. So even if a, a mega pastor lay hands on you and you don't catch that vision for growth, as it is enshrined in the Bible, where there is no vision, the people perish. But he that keepeth the Lord, happy is he. So please, don't let us start clapping for ourselves. We have to, and you see, another thing it does is that it makes you happy all the time. 
You see, people who are unhappy have hit the wall. They have nowhere to go anywhere. But if you are always on the go, it makes you happy. What is the next thing to do? 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 You keep driving. You never stop. You will not even think about retirement because who is going to retire? What is the next thing to do? What is the next thing to do? So that's wisdom key number one. Have a vision, an undying vision. When you see 100, you say, no, I want to see 200. 200, I want to see 400. 400, I want to see... Before you see it, the church will be growing without you knowing. And then other people will be making comments. That's when you will see that your church is growing. It's the comment that other people will be making. It's the comment that other people will be making. One of my destiny is that every Sunday we'll fill, we'll fill the church top and down. But I want to see that feeling on Wednesday, on Tuesday night. It's in, it's in my eyes. That the, the Sunday feeling will become Tuesday feeling. So that the Sunday one will double. So I have not stopped. It's inside me. Driving it. Now, the next wisdom key. Run with the vision. Many have vision, but they don't run. To run means lay down plans. Draw intentional programs. To accomplish that church growth vision that you have. Don't just stand up and you see your friend. Charlie, can we come and pass by and preach last, next Sunday? What is he coming to preach? Some of you, even when somebody's coming, they say, what do I preach anything? Anything the spirit. And you know the spirit can say many things. <laughs> so when the person says, okay, today the spirit says we should catch witches in your church for you. That, that's when you will know. The, the Singapore man beautiful church. Wilfred, you were there. You were in Singapore. You'll be here on Tuesday. Tuesday, this Tuesday night, the Singapore mega, mega, mega pastor will come here and preach on Tuesday night. He asked me, is there any topic? I said, yes. I said, in September, when you come, I want you to preach about the supernatural power of God. Because that's what we are going to be treating. So he also add blocks to what you are already building. Don't say whatever the spirit lays on your heart. It means that you see, you don't even know what you are talking about that month. Because see, repetition helps. So if that is what you are saying, let the person come and say the same thing you are saying in another form. Strengthens the church. Now, I was talking to you about uh, the science of learning, and they are saying that our our brains they they hook up with one another. They make contact and they make network. You read something for the first time, the thing is like this. You repeat it, you, you, you read the same thing again and it goes like this. Another again and it strengthens. That's why many, many things can't stay with us. You just read the book, you want to grasp, and you go. No. And so, run with the vision, lay down plans. Now, between June and July, I lay down another plan which we are running over and this is every you see you you need to be strategic the the team we are running with is everybody what must bring somebody to jesus but there is operation sweep souls into their church and what did i do all the leaders were giving five to seven group of people to do their personal outreach 
So whether you the pastor, you are not the aura. Pastor Alex is running his own. Benson's team has now run more than 300 people. And if you have 30 people like that, everybody running, everybody running, everybody, what is going to happen to the church? Some of us, even the people following us, they don't do anything. They are just collecting money and eating. And when you do that, you are spoiling people's life. All lazy men of God are always looking for more salary. You see, when you are busy, eh, the, the, a certain thought doesn't run through your mind. It's those who, are, who don't do anything, who always say, we're not going to sit down and make them cheat us. <laughs> But when you start getting busy for God, you know that a man of God shouldn't depend on salary. He can't do anything for you. So, tell your friend, run, run, run. You say you want to see 100. What is the plan? So, maybe this church, this month you are preaching about holiness. No problem. But behind the holiness, are you running? Is there any other thing that people are doing behind? So, everybody must bring somebody to church is what we are running i have my team i travel when i came my team say we have reached 100 which is too low because it's not it's not some of the teams have reached more people more morning raid afternoon raid night who told you it is only saturday that we go on so winning you go on so winning early morning we have afternoon raid and now my new strategy is the night one recently i went to usu between 11 p.m and 12. that's when i saw raciness the people you see during the day are not the raciness the raciness go out in the night i was there with my team one solid hour standing in front of frankie's and this thing and then we were preaching and stopping people you see you say you don't have time you need to lay down strategies other than that you have a vision but you are not running Every vision demands a run. Say run. run. So you must always be on the go. Plan for crusades, mini mini crusade. You don't need independence square. One day I heard Pastor Chris teaching and he said that. Sometimes when they do mega crusade, the church cannot even manage the number of souls that come in torrentially. You do a crusade, 20,000 people came. The church can never, can never sustain them. And he was not condemning crusade, but what he was saying is that pastors should rather concentrate on one-on-one evangelism. So he asked them, he asked the people, he said, if I come to do a crusade right now, and then we say, oh, 100,000, how many churches can even absorb the 100? So our main point by wisdom is the one-on-one evangelism. And the mini, 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 mini outreach where people come into contact with people so plan crusade mini or mega plan breakfast meetings plan different soul winning operations every month you must have a soul winning operation give it different names operation cast somebody for jesus operation bring your friend operation bring your colleague yes all the time so it keep the people on the run habakkuk 2 2 habakkuk 2 2 Eh? the lord answered me write the vision make it plain on table that he may run many write the vision no running no running 
No running. No running. Every vision demands a run. That is wisdom. If you don't run, the vision will be ruined. Run. 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 If by, if by the end of... And then, and then we, we are ending it with this last Sunday. We call it Anakazo Sunday. Now, it's a Sunday where all the people who are running, running, everybody gather your souls and pray. Everybody. If you don't do that, the people in your church, they will just come and hear your preaching and they won't help you. They won't help the church. That's what happened to our prophetic churches when we started. And when I say prophetic churches, you have to know that me, I'm a prophet. Or just a, I don't use the word. <laughs> what happened? When we were doing it, you know, we were just sitting in the church and waiting for people to come. We, we just believed that. Because of our gift, people come. Today, they are no more coming. And that one too is not evangelism. They will just come. You pray for them. They receive their prophecy. They go. But you see, in evangelism, you are actually giving birth. And nobody ran from his father's house or mother's house. Most of the people that come, there's other people's members who, who are in trouble. Somebody asked Bishop Ajansari was saying that when he went to Tamale, he used to do this miracle meeting. How about the people who don't stay in the church? And then one day he asked somebody, why are the people not saying the person said, Have you seen anybody who got healed in the hospital and stayed there? <laughs> so people stay in homes, not in hospitals. Tell your friend, they stay in homes, not in hospital. Is your church just a hospital or is a home? So that's why when you build a church on gift, it will never work. But you see somebody, he has no gift. Mega church. That's where the wisdom is lacking. That's where the wisdom is lacking. So build a church, make it like a home. Is that your church? After they share the grace, two minutes, everybody has scattered. We come to your church grounds, it's like wilderness. One day I told Pastor Winfrey that, um, Charlie, go, we are doing some project. I, I, I'm coming, let us, we are going to anoint the place. It's 11, 11 p.m. When I got there, all the church leaders were there. Because just, just, you, just a test on the WhatsApp. Everybody came. That one is a church. That I, can you call prophetic people together like that? We want our that they should come to the church. A man of God is coming to anoint the place. I will remind you, Grandpa. Grandpa. So you have to know. And today, many, many, many pastors, as soon as they die, the church is finished. That is not God's plan. And it always happens because they have power without wisdom. That will never be your portion. So tell your friend, run, 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 run. How many of you have had any outreach last month? You see, many people's hands are down. That's the problem now. We just think the church will grow by osmosis. Sometimes you are praying for church growth. The tree is ripe, but it needs a shaking. Shake it. Get a basket and gather the souls. We are not doing. Most pastors, what do they do? He has a very nice office. He preach on Sunday, sleep on Monday. Tuesday, come there to sit there, do one or two people counseling. He says he's working for God. And then, you won't see anybody uh, read and sleep, 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 sleep. He doesn't mobilize the people for outreach. He doesn't mobilize. The people too, when they see that the church is reducing, they start leaving. 
you nobody want to belong to a dying ministry in case you don't know they won't help you to grow it but when they see you dying too they can see so you organize you must you must arrange the running like right now so we are going we've, we've declared anakazo sunday and we are shouting in the church everybody bring somebody to church on sunday use your car to carry somebody this this is how we are shouting 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 one melonia he came to see me after the tj seven he said oh, um, i'm i'm going to use my bus to carry the people and i said will you let somebody he said i'm going to drive the bus myself i'm going to drive the bus myself why because of what he helped me teaching on tuesday and 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 when you catch the vision you must also organize messages that drives the vision into the people it's not just you just write operation 400 who are we operating is it medical operation or what you you you, you organize messages so teaser preach about entering into the favor zone of god as a soul winner you know you, <laughs> or a soul winner is is in the favor zone of god people want favor but you need to attach it to something if you just shout favor somebody shout favor favor they will shout that there's no there's no going to be favor so i was telling them that in the bible everybody who was on the rescue mission was favored by god moses was on the rescue mission god said he's the one that god spoke face to face it's not because god because of the things they do joseph saved the whole egypt he became a prime minister daniel pray for the restoration of jerusalem lions couldn't eat him so you see that people are just swimming in some kind of favor david decided to save israel from the hands of the philistine it's a form of soul winning so winning in typology because in the old testament they were not winning any soul but you can see the people anyone who was on a rescue mission god favored them so much so tell the people favor does not come by shouting it favor comes by when once you are on the go and you are making heaven happy he will favor you every time you see it's very simple if you make a big man happy what happens is it not doors that is going to open for you favor a lady was telling me he was close to one one president in africa and he said to me that he said this man eh, the reason why people are saying you should change people and he's not changing them is that he has two character if you do him good he will never hurt you he will do you good and anybody can say any nonsense but if you do him bad he will also come after you are he said that's the two things i want you to know if you are prophetic you may know what we are talking about now let's go that's a family member told me tell your friend we are going to run so man of god don't leave this place without writing the next so winning operation that the whole church is going to do. otherwise you are the one killing the church when we finish 100 day prayer jelly you saw it you didn't do anything no? you didn't do anything when we finish the 100 you can't do 100 can't you do seven days or 14 days or whatever when we finish the 100 we saw the effect we saw the effect church has never had empty chairs anymore the heavens are open so and we finish the 100 we are not resting we are starting another 30 days in september church is not a resting place it's not for holiday 
everybody must be on error. When we were just finishes, we have not finished. It's 30 days. You do the first week, the thing continue. The end of the 30 days, the last day is breakfast meeting. Where we are trying to gather 4,000 people. So why, why are you just sitting down? Just a little teaching service. Just a little this. Just a little that. Can you give somebody a blow and say, run, run. Saturday outreach, midnight outreach, morning outreach. You just pick, push them in small, small, small. Go and have a breakfast meeting. Tell them, I'm coming to give you bread and tea. You will see that people gather. Even in abroad, where there is enough food, they still like more food. So today, yesterday we started the crusade. It's a small crusade. We will finish today. And then Saturday morning, we are having campus outreach in the university campus of Winneva. Sunday, Anakazo. You, you think we are sleeping? Jesus was always on the run. Ah, let us go to this side. Oh, let us go to this side. Let us turn over to the other side. Let us turn over to the other side. So that's how you run the church. I'm not just talking about programs or church programs. Then you call a friend to come and pray. That's not what I'm talking about. This I'm talking about soul winning programs. Because many, many of the programs don't increase the church. No, no. I'm talking about soul winning programs. So, wisdom key number three beware of spiritual slumber. Spiritual slumber. It is risky to sleep at the steering wheel. If a church is not growing, the leader is sleeping. No sleepy driver can ever drive safely. Every spiritual leader in a state of slumber is undertaking a deadly risk. Every spiritual, you say, oh, I'm struggling to get a date for you. Charlie, I don't have a date. <laughs> Even tonight, that white man's church at Agape, they are doing a conference. I have to go and preach there before I come to the crusade. Yes, and I, I'm going to talk about winning souls. Curse set in when there is a spiritual slumber. Now, look at Ephesians 5.14. Don't lead a sleepy church. The church must always be on fire. Because basically, we are fighting against evil spirits. Wherefore, he said, Awake thou that sleepeth, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give you light. I command every, every sleepy church to wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. When a sleepy pastor leaves a sleepy church, they become a defenseless congregation. When a sleepy pastor leaves a sleepy church, they become a defenseless congregation. Why? The enemy will have a field day and he will halt the growth of the church. Matthew 13, 24 to 26. Matthew 13, 24 to 26. He said, when men slept, when men slept, eh? the kingdom is unto a man who is so good seed in his field. And what happened to the field? While men slept, his enemy came and so tears among the wheat and went his way. So now, the new strategy we are using, we have morning prayer and afternoon prayer. Morning prayer and afternoon. Whether I'm there or not, it doesn't matter. We will share it among the pastors. Yesterday, one of my lady pastors was leading prayer. Fire! 
fire i was in the prayer meeting myself he said i should come and conclude i said conclude it yourself because another way by which your church grow is to raise many many senior leaders you know some of you want to do the church alone you you cannot survive you can't survive raise many senior leaders and allow people to do things me when i travel i will never call i will never pick it Italy, how was the church? I can just I only watch them doing their church. I won't call anybody to say how was the church. When I travel and I said you are the one preaching, that day heaven is taking account with your name if you like misbehave there. And I don't check to find out did they say anything against me? Oh, no, 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 no. No, no. So my wife always accused me when you travel, you don't call anybody. Because I'm not expecting any evil, so I don't call. If I travel, I'm concentrating on what I'm going to do. That, 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 anybody is there. And I, I, now, what is going to happen? What is going to happen? What is going to happen? Especially with the prophets, we can't even travel because we don't believe anybody. We don't believe anybody. You, you die. We don't believe anybody. And the day you, why must the church go down the day you are not there? You say you are not building on wisdom. Why does somebody not come to church? Because the senior pastor has traveled. When the members travel, don't we still preach? But because you don't know, you are happy that they told you, Charlie, when you were not there, people didn't come. It means that you are not building the church on wisdom. Church members travel, we preach. Why is it that when we travel, they can't come? face them and teach them that that's not how to do that you are not coming to church because of me you are coming to church because of jesus and by the way it is your family house so build it well one one of my sons he has a church in new jersey and he has another one in london so he was telling me and um, papa what i said now listen to me Find somebody and leave the London church for him and go and stay in New Jersey because you cannot be running like this. This week you are here, that week you are here, that week you are here. It's like there's nobody that can do. I saw many prophets doing that today. All the churches have collapsed. In our days, there was a prophet, he used to have a church in Kumasi, Accra, and Takradi. So the whole week, you know, when he finished Kumasi preaching, then he would drive to Takradi and preach, and then he would come to Accra to preach. Finally, he sold Accra church. So you can't raise anybody, you are the only one. If that's what Bishop Dagger Papa Oide, Papa Oide, eh? for the last five years, I've never visited any of his branch churches. He told me, he said, My son, Abi Okuta is just here. They've not seen me for the last 10 years because the pastor that I have put there is responsible for that church. And I've told them, God will hold you responsible for the sheep that he gave you. I am just a chief shepherd. Why is their church becoming very strong? And sometimes because of some money that we will chop, the pastor want to corner everything. Why do you like money instead of souls? Why do you after church immediately after church, the first place you enter is the money money counting room? Change your heart, please. Change your heart. Some of us have never entered money counting room for almost one year. It has not reduced us. Pastor, let's sit in there, they know the account. Me, I don't know anything about the account. I don't know anything about the account because I am not an accountant, I'm a preacher. But if you give me my nose, I know what is there. So it's very, very important. When David slept, trouble came into his church. 
Second Samuel chapter 11. Verse 1 and 5. He said, at the time when kings were supposed to go to war, David chose to stay in his palace. Then he saw a fair woman. When you are not focused on the ministry, your mind will be focused on other things. That will destroy you. It came to pass in the evening while David rose up from his bed and walked upon the roof of the king. From the roof, he saw a woman washing herself. And the woman was very beautiful to look upon. Do you know why the woman was washing outside? In those days in Israel, when it is war time, all the men have gone. So it's left with women and children. So the women are having a few day. Bathsheba never knew that there was a man there watching. It's the man that refused to go where when men were going. The woman was just free, just flowing. People are not in town. Let me bath outside today. David became sleepy that day. And all the trouble that divided Israel, Absalom, all came from here. He slept with the woman, killed the woman's husband, Uriah. And the Lord said, the sword will never depart from your heart. So when the pastor is not concentrated, he now begins to see things that he's not supposed to see. He's now beginning to see things that he's not supposed to see. That in the name of Jesus, today may your eyes see only church growth, only church growth, only church growth. Samson became sleepy. He lost his anointing and ministry. Judges chapter 16. Where did he sleep? He slept on the lap of a Jezebelic woman. When you become sleeping, you are running at a risk. And the only way not to sleep is to arrange things that keep the church alive and then always be on the run. 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 So when we, when we come from Winneber, I'll go to preach in the Agape place again for that church growth, whatever. Sunday, we preach two services. We do love talk in the evening. Monday, CAC. If you sleep, you see, me to have been a pastor like you, most of the time realize that when there is nothing to do, if you don't take it, the Bible cry, you will read. True or false? You, you see some, some of these pastors, they won't tell the truth. Now, how many of you know that anytime there is a program ahead of you, you will pray and then you will prepare? That's why if you don't program yourself, you'll be a sleepy pastor. You'll be sleeping. So, wisdom key number three, beware of spiritual slumber. Organizing camp meeting, take the leader. There must be something. That's why here Sunday we come at 5.30, we close at 12 midnight. Because you need to maximize your Sunday. Different meetings. Some pastors, only the youth leader is talking to the youth. Only the usher is talking. No, you have to be talking to all the groups of the people. Okay, this Sunday, when, uh, when they close, I'm meeting the sanctuary keepers. 15 minutes, 15 minutes. So you see whatever is happening everywhere. Everywhere. So I, call, I have a meeting with my media guys. I call, hey, bring the social media guy. Which are the people? This, this ones are the influencers. Where are we going? Me, I don't know anything about Twitter. I don't know anything, but I'm tweeting all the time. I don't know anything about TikTok. But I am with them. We are all discussing what is there. That's what gets you busy. 
So before we see, Sunday after church, because you have nothing doing, every Sunday afternoon, you go to Frankie's. You cross your legs. Ah, I preach a very powerful message. I'm tired. I used to have a friend every Sunday after church. He's swimming at the Labadi. Today there is no even water to drink to get some to swim. You go and remove his shirt, Pastor. Me, I've been. You see, some people the way they behave. That's why God doesn't open up for me. I've been in many, many top most hotels, but I don't come out. Even sometimes when I even see that my room is facing the swimming pool, I may turn because the things you will see, you won't be happy. And now, now you, you remove yourself. In Ghana, here the people know you. Even if you are in Dubai, no problem. It's Arabs. And then the pastor show me again. Prosperity has come. Do you look like a swimmer? You are not busy because Sunday you bought two hours message. You church and that's a market. People just cut up. You everybody's go. No meeting is being held. Nothing. Nothing is being discussed. You are tired. Sunday is your full working day. Be fully engaged. Me, the only day I can sleep is Monday. Even that Monday, and I start sleeping at 3 a.m. Because Sunday I will get so much tired that if you like other days I sleep two hours, three hours. But Monday, because the Sunday I'm always when I hit my bed, boom, by the time I open my eyes, it's 10 a.m. So you can only catch me on Monday sleeping. Because I tire myself on Sunday. When did we leave here on Tuesday? 1 a.m. 1 a.m. Me and all the pastors. We are talking, we are walking on the compound. He said, that is church. That is church. When we were in Singapore, when did you go out to Bishop Dan? And came back at one hour. Four. Fellowshipping. Many senior pastors don't know fellowshipping. So there is no bond. You see, when he sees his pastor, I say, hey, hey, move there, move there. Sit there, sit there. Sit there, sit there, see you. You have to. That's why the people will sell you out. You have to flow. Have time for fellowship with them. Sometimes you just cook food and you bring all those and eat. Because Jesus and his disciples look like brothers. That's why Judas had to kiss. They will have caught Peter as Jesus. That's the import. In case you don't know why they say that the one that I will kiss is the one. The Pharisees couldn't have known who is Jesus. They were looking alike. Very powerful. Amen. Wisdom key number four. We are three, seven wisdom key. Wisdom key number four. Stay on your primary task of feeding the flock as a pastor. The pastor's number one duty is cooking good food to feed the people. Preaching is feeding. Many pastors don't know that. Preaching is feeding. First Peter 5, 1 to 4. First Peter 5, 1 to 4. Eh? First Peter 1. First Peter 5, 1 to 4. The elder who are more witness the suffering of Jesus, partaker of the glory. Next verse. Hmm? Feed the flock of God. Look at it. This is your primary duty. It's not even prayer, it's feeding. Prayer is the second one. We'll give ourselves to the ministry of the word and to prayer. Acts 6 4. Feeding the flock, which is among you taking oversight thereof, not by constraint, but willingly, not for filthy lacquer, but of a ready mind. Verse 3, what does it say? 
But it's, neither be ye lost over God said they, but being examples unto the flock. Verse 4. And then what? And when the chief shepherd shall appear, we shall receive a crown of glory. So the pastor primary ministry is feeding. Somebody say feeding, 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 feeding. As 2028. 20, Sit down and cook the food. Look at the area where the members are sick and bring message to them. The place. Yeah? Take heed therefore yourself and to all the flock over which the Holy Ghost has made the overseer to feed the church. So if they ask you what is pastor's number one assignment, it's feeding the people. It's not prayer. Prayer is second. Feeding. Feeding. People don't grow by prayer, they grow by eating. Naturally, people grow. Some of you want to look at you. I know the kind of food you have been eating. The food you eat, you go to America, all the women, whoa, like that. If you see an American eating breakfast, our only there is a fasting fast. Breakfast. There's a place called Hype Up. That is when I see egg can become like bamboo. And then you see somebody, the stomach has fallen off. As if it's about to give birth, but it's not pregnancy. They settle at IHOP like this and they open their legs. One person. You want to see fat people go to America. So the people who grow spiritually fat by feeding. This brings you to that's why you have to read. Because if you are not studying, nothing multiplies like a church like proper diet. If you go to any church, what you see there is what the pastor has been preaching proper diet of knowledge and understanding. Jeremiah 3, 15 and 16. I will give you pastors. Your primary assignment is not using your gift. It's feeding the people. It's feeding the people. Many gifted people have churches full of Koshoko members. I will give you pastors according to my word. We shall. So today I'm trying to tell you that the primary ministry of a man of God is feeding 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 giving them knowledge teaching 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 relevant subjects we shall feed with knowledge and understanding and so in order for you to be able to give a good diet do these five things number one read the word yourself read them you know I started reading the book of John recently. I discovered that challenge. I don't know the book. <laughs> I don't know the book. The book of John. I've read it, read it, read it. But what I saw this week, I saw that. Hey, I don't know the book. Read the word. First Timothy 4.13. Give attendance to read. Study the word. Second Timothy 3.15. 2.15. 2 Timothy 2.15. Study to show yourself. It demands a sitting down. Number three, meditate. This is the place where many pastors do. Sitting down to think through the word. Learn how to be in the room alone. You are not praying. You are meditating. Meditate the word. Psalm 119, verse 97 to 100. 
Psalm 119 is Oh, how I love thy law. It is my meditation all day long. Don't meditate on your problems. Meditate on the word. Thou through thy commandment has made me wiser than my enemy, for they are ever with me. My God, I have more understanding than all my teacher. For thy testimonies are my meditation. Everything you meditate on magnifies. So now, if I'm meditating, oh my God shall supply all my needs. My God shall supply all my needs. And I'm thinking through, my God shall supply all my needs. All my needs, all my needs. All my needs, all my needs. As I'm busy meditating, the fear of me not being able to pay my bills is cleared off my system. The fear of me not able to pay for the rent is cleared off my system. When the word grows bigger, all problems vanish out of the way. Meditation is important. I caught a word that says that God is the source. All other human beings are channels. So if somebody giving you money, decide not to give you alone, then bother. God will create another channel for you. So your ministry is not captured by some individuals in the church. That you call them pillars. So God is the source simply means that. You know, when something has a source, it can create channels. When one channel is blocked, the source can create another channel. If that's why they say you can't contain water, water will always find a way. Water will always. Find. But you see, we are thinking that the people are the source. That's why many pastors are very broke. The people are not the source. The people are not the source. I've seen people sending me money. I don't know their name. I don't know whatever, whatever, whatever. Because I'm, I'm thinking that God is the source. From today, may you begin to learn that God is what the source. Or somebody will pocket your ministry. Love all men. If somebody is blessing, say you are preaching a message he doesn't like, let him go. He's not the source. God will create another channel. So when the channels bring the sea, go and thank the source. You can say thank you to the channel, but the real thanks you know, goes to the source. Goes to the source. Now, I'm not joking. If you don't think that way, things won't come to you in that way. If you don't think that way, things will not come to you in that way. Meditation. Number four, listening to messages. Now, we are talking about continuous church growth and church growth basically comes by feeding the people feed Ezekiel 2 2 the spirit entered into me when he spake so the pastor must continuously bring messages hmm? and let me emphasize teaching with understanding not just shouting, 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 shouting. You say you are preaching about favor. You didn't define favor. You didn't tell us what to do. All that you are saying that God will favor you. God will favor you. God will somebody shall favor. Favor, favor. Say the favor. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, say you are joking. You are playing games. You are playing games. Ezekiel 2 2. The Spirit entered me. A pastor must be listening to messages. In order to learn how to cook good food. Number five, pray for access and pray for utterance. Then number five is very important. Pray for access. Psalm 119 verse 18. Oh God, open my eyes that I may see. And then utterance means what God gave you, you should be able to communicate. Sometimes when you finish preaching, you say, at some point, maybe that was very important. You didn't say it. 
sometimes too as you are preaching and at some point that you didn't write the holy ghost gave you when you hit it it's part fire in the church so so that's what we call utterance utterance colossians 4 3 to 4 pray for access and pray for utterance access is both should show you deeper things and utterance ability to communicate it without praying for us that god will open unto us a door of utterance to speak the mysteries of christ for which i'm also in bond you pray for access into it and utterance out of it to be able to communicate such that the people can cut the message to spark miracles to break out for miracles 17 a good diet will do because we have said that the pastor's primary meaning is to feed in the people the church you can feed will not grow because nobody grows without food you can't feed them with relevant information and, and what i want to tell you let most of your message be how 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 to do this how to do this how to be healed how to do this or, or when you are ending the message there must be a how how to win souls the house you are showing the way 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 Somebody went to Dr. T.L. Osborne and he said, When you pray, people get healed, they get results. But when I pray, they only fall under the power. The T.L. Osborne said, That is what you want, so that's what God gave you. You just want people to fall. Results and sensation. There are a lot of sensational pastors. Yes. When people listen to you, do they come back with testimonies? It should worry you. The testimonies are showing you the results that the message is producing. Don't just say, ah, Chala, the guy is a good preacher. When he preaches, my God, my God. Then you see a, a somebody born in Ghana trying to preach like an American. Hey, ho, hey, my God. Hey, ho, hey, somebody shout, hey, man. What are you trying to do? You are preaching, nobody can write, nobody can take notes. You are just rattling, rattling, rattling making yourself happy. No, 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 no. Somebody say utterance and access. This Sunday after preaching, people will say, Pastor, when you were preaching, something happened to me. A good diet will do seven things in your hearers or congregation number one it will strengthen them john john 6 63 i'm not going to read the scriptures so that we can run fast it will strengthen them if the pastor doesn't teach well people will be weak in the church it will strengthen them number two it will sanctify them john 17 17 sanctify them through that way that word is true so you see a church people playing buffoonery today seven girls are pregnant another time police have arrested 14 members the word is not strong the people are not leading sanctified life yes so they help people have people can be in church and at a point they can feel that anything you do it doesn't matter you just just be in church just be in church and so preach good diet sanctification sanctify them through that word when the word is strong 
Some people will misbehave, but not too, not too much. Number two, a good diet will heal and deliver. Will heal and deliver. I normally don't lay hands on people. If you if you watch me preach, I'm always standing. People say you just stand there and you speak. You see, they don't know what I know. They don't know what I know. We only we only go into the congregation to pray for them one or two times, impartation, whatever, whatever. But while we are standing there, say we know what it to do. Psalm one hundred seven verse twenty. Bishop Salifu said that it's very easy to preach in your church. Because here nobody will put pressure on you. If you like, when you finish, do ministration. If you don't like, some of my prophets, when I can say they should prophesy, they refuse to prophesy. So after church, I ask them, why did he do prophesy? Everybody wants some easy way out. Though. But sometimes to prophesy is no easy. He sent his word. But there are churches when you go there, the pressure that is on you, eh? Because the church is like a competition center. Oh, this one came and this is what he did. So as the person is coming, he has gone on Facebook to see things to come and blow keys in your church. Can anybody enter your church and teach simply and just go and be free? And people will still come the next day. Your church is about to become a pressure-free church. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. The word the sent word can heal people. Luke 5 17. Pastor, we say, why am I saying all this thing? Because I want you to see so you can believe it. So he said, because I'm not a prophet, my church will not grow. It is not true. Because I don't have any special gift. They were. And it came to pass on a certain day. I'm not also saying don't look for a gift. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying, don't disqualify yourself. And before we see, you have started prophesying when you are not a prophet. And he came to pass on a certain day, he was teaching. And the Pharisees and the doctors of the law were said, which were come out of the town of every Galilee and Judea. And the power of God was present to him. What? The power was present to him. So you can say in the name of the Lord Jesus, everyone hearing the word, be here and believe God that testimonies will flow afterwards. Number five, the word prospers people. If the people sitting under you are always getting poor and broke, the word is not strong. The food is not well balanced. Maybe you yourself need to learn about the message of prosperity. Every message is in a category. You need to learn them. You need to learn how to teach on divine healing. Human beings, they have three needs. Spiritual, physical, and financial. You have to know it. So he said, I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in hell. If all your messages don't address this, thing, you are just playing games in the church. So your messages must make people spiritually strong. They must desire heaven and desire holiness. That is the spiritual asset. And then the message should also make them strong in body. You know, people are just dying. People are getting sick. No, 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 no. So you need to teach on divine healing. You don't know it. Get books on healing. Read them. Let them enter you so you can. And then the message should prosper people. These are the three basic needs of Imam. So the things you teach must be able to address them from time to time from time to time 
covenant day of prosperity you teach on prosperity not that you are gathering them to collect offering from them no you teach their principle you teach titan you teach first fruit you teach prophet's offering you teach, read what the bible is reading don't say i feel like this is no feeling just read whatever people think about you is their problem say it as the bible says it then leave god and it came to pass so second chronicles chapter 26 verse 5 the message you teach should turn poor people into rich so the pastor i'm looking for rich people to come to the church no they don't come like that and he sought god in the days of zachariah who had understanding in the visions of god and as long as he sought the lord god made him to prosper so when you teach good message it makes it bring prosperity to the church number six a good guide will cause the people to do exploit 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 daniel eleven thirty two. there is a certain cause called Achuria science there's only one woman in the whole ghana he's in this church who has that degree there are many 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 top 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 whatever people we go to Achimota, the overall best student is here. You go here, whatever, whatever, those type of because you see, it, it makes people do export. Many, many, many first class students, many, many, many AA students. Blank is the message that is doing that. It's not that they were A students before they came. Some of them, what they wrote, they didn't understand. They still got A. <laughs> Daniel eleven thirty two. And such as do wickedly against the covenant shall be. Last time, whatever, whatever, the whole Ghana was adjudged here. Many, 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 many things. things. Eh? Such as do wickedly against the covenant shall he correct by first. But the people that do know their God shall be strong. So the more they know, and they know it through the teachings, they become strong. In the name of Jesus, I see men of exploit rising out of your teachings. Finally, a good message triggers signs and wonders. So don't joke. Saturday night, what are you doing? Me, Saturday, eh? I go on so winning. Let me show you my schedule. I go on so winning in the morning from 9 to maybe 1 o'clock or to 2 p.m. Then I go home. I go home. And I go and sleep. When I wake up at 8, I will sleep again till the next morning. I will stay. I will check the scriptures. Check, 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 check. Many years ago, I read from Doctor Freddie Casey Price. He said he doesn't pray on Sundays. And there's when you hear it like that, you say, "What is he saying? What he's trying to say is that he has used the whole Saturday to prepare till Sunday. So that's not Sunday morning. He's going to pray. He's been praying throughout Sunday morning delivery time." You see a pastor Sunday one prepare now swanish most at most at me bumpy kakaba. Pastor, it's time to preach. It's oh the man is not settled in the spirit. When your time was here, Al Jazeera, you are watching football. You Montuno, 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 Gaka. I'm coming. Acts fourteen three. Your message must produce these seven things. Go and watch them carefully. I'll give you your scriptures. 
long time about day speaking boldly in the Lord, teaching, which gave testimony unto the Lord of His grace and granted signs and what you see. The people here they believe so much nonsense and miracles that when you are there, say, hey, Pastor, I want to write some essays. I have faith, but I want you to pray so that it will change. <laughs> Don't look at it. Say, what kind of faith is this? I feel the paper, but I want you to pray so that my my deal will change you. Hey, I've been hearing that certain are happening here. Hey, Charlie, the people will drive your faith cry. You say you don't have a little, little children, they will drive your faith. We gave testimony, look at it, to what? Not to the prayer, word of the grace, to the word of his grace, and granted signs. And wonders way. You see, I want to show you something. You see, what is in your consciousness eh, affect everything you are in. It's not everything you have to do by action. There are things as you are even thinking it, they are going to happen. So now, so now what I'm trying to tell you is that believe that as you are standing there teaching, healing is taking place. That's what I'm trying to tell you. If you don't take it, you miss it. So as you are standing there, and eh, you may not have opportunity to lay hands, but have this in your consciousness that the Bible says what they were teaching, the power. If you don't have it in your head, it will not happen. It will not happen. I was in Bolivar the other time. As I'm standing there teaching, teaching, teaching. The next day, Prophet Ralph, he's a bishop. A man called from Kuma said that something has been moving in his stomach. As he heard you teaching, the thing vanished. I believe so, but many of us don't believe so. He said, but let me go and give them some three points. Three points? Three points. No, that's what is in your conscience. It's affecting you. It's affecting you. Some of you don't even know that when people come to church through your teaching, they can prosper. So you are saying that I want re- when you th- oh God, send rich people to the church. Look at you. Send rich people to the church. So what will happen to the poor ones? It is rather your teaching will change them. Now, this is how the, the whole thing is. The person was rich before he came. He's not your son. No. And the, those are the people when they come to tell, when they see the pastor, say, my son. Yeah, the pastor is your son. Because come to my office for money. Then you, you leave your preaching and your Bible and then you go and sit at the reception. But boy, he warned his pastor. He said, nobody, nobody in the, no church member can call he was warning them no pastor here should be called by a church member that come for money if they want to give it to you they should rather look for you make the ministry honorable you carry your office you said this you are anointing offices And everywhere you go to anoint, they must give prophetic offering. Nobody follows a beggarly pastor. That's why remove needy, needy mentality from your brains. Needy, needy. I need this. Oh, I need it. Anytime you meet people who are talking about your need, no, 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 no. No. Look up to God. Amen. How many of you are now going to believe that when you stand and you are teaching? signs and wonders are flowing so the pastor's primary tax is feeding see 
You see, when I'm saying something, people think I'm joking. You, you, are, you are no more prophetic than me. We were, we were born between the legs of the prophetic. One prophetic here, one prophetic here standing in the middle. We have seen all this effect. So that I know what I'm talking about. We have seen all this effect. If you don't feed the people and you are only your gift you are using, when they see another gifted man, they leave. Why? Children who are not taught well in the house are always following strangers. If you don't train your children well, a stranger say, My mommy is a bad mommy. He doesn't help me. You see, the children are following. The stranger drop one toffee. You have lost all your children. You have lost all your children. So be careful. Feed them. It will strengthen, it will sanctify, it will heal, it will prosper, it will bring exploit, it will trigger signs. We had a meeting here and we titled it Daniel Order of What? Intelligence and Academic Whatever, Whatever. And I'm, I'm preaching from Daniel chapter 5. That meeting was to address students in that church. That day they came in mass. People want to pass their exams. And many of them got born again. It's not every Sunday. Some of you, even your Sunday service, have no title. Every Sunday is another Sunday. That's when we start this covenant day of healing. That day you come and preach on healing, even though you are not Pastor Chris. It's not only Pastor Chris that's healing the sick. Holy Ghost is healing the sick through any available channel. Become one of the available channels through which the Holy. I don't have any healing in man of God. What are you talking about, man? Are you the healer or the Holy Ghost is the healer? Declare one healing Sunday. Tell people, come. Lay hands on them and let them go home. You are not the healer. You are the prayer. Pray the prayer. Leave God to heal the people. You have to be bold. You know, one of these days, as I was sitting in the church Sunday morning, a thought came to me. Call all those who have eye problem and ear problem and pray. And the devil said, are you Jesus? So I, I turned my Bible. And he said, do it before preaching. So it's not like I have preached and there is faith. No, no faith. I turned my Bible and I went to a scripture where Jesus prayed and he said, Ephata, and somebody's eye open. I, as I was, no preaching. No. As I came, no, anybody with eye problem, come to the altar. We have not prayed, so there's no, there's no uh, whatever. There's no, nobody's faith is dead. And then I'm saying that, okay, the unbelievers that Jesus prayed for and they got it. Did they have any faith? No. I learned that one from Country Coma. He said that if God will heal everybody by faith, then many people will not be healed. Because in Country Coma missing, they got healed before they received Jesus. Clap your hands for the Lord. I know that. Ah, I said, what? What a revelation. Mama Catherine, what are you teaching? He said, yes. And that's what I was like, okay, if they are not healed by what faith, they are healed by what? Then he said, mercy. I said, woo. They are healed by mercy. They don't even qualify, but because of the love of God, he will heal people. I said, that's all. What a revelation. Because you have to ask yourself, people that get healed at the crusade, where did they get faith from? And most good evangelists will do healing before they make attack or crumble. Catricoma teaches us that God does not only heal by faith, He also heals by mercy. That's what Bartimaeus said, Oh, son of God, have mercy. 
upon me. So I caught two ways of healing. Some people, because of the way they are sick, and you even love them when you pray now, they get healed. They get healed. So it's very, very important that we understand. So now, so so how do you feed the people? Sit down, prepare through, steady, pray through. Good preparation makes impactful delivery. Bad preparation makes no impactful delivery. So sit down. And as you are teaching, know that signs and what you don't know it will happen. Know that signs and wonders will happen. Believe it. Wisdom key number five. Is it six? Five. Beware and be free from broken focus. Beware and be free. Broken focus. What am I saying? It is wisdom to stay focused. Focus is a vital force in the school of church growth accomplishment. Stay in focus. Matthew 6 22. If your eye is simple, single, your whole body will be full of light. Don't do too many things at the same time. Be focused. Be focused on the ministry. Focus. Sons of Solomon 1 6. My mother's children were angry at me. They made me a keeper of their vineyard. My own vineyard have I not kept. So a pastor cannot travel for one month and leave the church. He can travel for three months and leave the church. Two months he's seeking greener pastures abroad. Look not upon me. Look at what this black man is saying. Because I am black. Because the son has looked upon me. My mother's children were angry with me. Look at it too. I can go and spend seven days preaching for somebody in this church. Can't he also preach? And you are happy. You started Monday and you ended on Sunday. At least three days is enough. Look not upon me, for I am black, because the sun has looked upon me. My mother's children were angry with me. They made me a keeper of the vineyard, but my own vineyard have I not kept. Write the scripture down. Sons of Solomon. So concentrate on your ministry. You go somewhere, preach one day, two days, fine. Another, you leave your church. You are looking for greener pastors. Three months, you went to London, you are not back. America, six months. Preaching for, preaching for. Before we return, nobody to preach to. Only men and women committed to their calling make most impact. Your calling, be committed. First Corinthians nine sixteen. Those they went preaching, going to preaching abroad is a breakthrough. It's no more there. <laughs> it's no more there. So today you hear some people they say they are, they, don't, they, don't, they don't have anybody invited them. When they get it, can you can you make me? Can you can I be a blessing to your church? If somebody is looking for a blessing, are you the one to? Show him whatever. For though I preach the gospel, I have nothing to glory for. Necessity is laid upon me. Woe unto me if I preach not the gospel. Be committed to your calling. Loss of focus can cost you dearly. Second Kings chapter 20, first Kings 20, 39 to 40. They gave a man somebody, say, Take care of this, take this man for me. Eh? First Kings 20, 39 and 40. Loss of focus can cost you dearly. Give me first Kings chapter 20. 
as the king passed by he cried unto the king and he said thy servant went out into the midst of the bar. behold a man turned aside and brought a man unto me look at it and said keep this man if by any means he be missing then shall thy life be for his life or else thou shalt pay a talent of silver the man lost focus and now thy servant was busy here and there he was gone this is how people lose their ministry busy here and there everywhere they find you everywhere they find, every outdoor when you are there everywhere they, everywhere food is flowing anybody just can call you and the king of Israel said unto him so shall thy judgment be thyself as thy servant was busy here and there so stay focused on your calling stay focused stay focused first corinthians 7 20 and 24 today many are not focused first corinthians 7 20 and 24 sometimes you see somebody doing ministry part-time his church is growing down somebody doing full-time let every man abide in the same calling wherein he is called abide in your calling 24 abide there 24 brethren let every man wherein he is called therein abide with him stay in your calling guard against distraction things that are not important should not distract you it will destroy your church will not grow church growth demands concentration first thessalonians 4 11 first thessalonians 4 11 guard against distraction that you study to be quiet to do your own business and to work with your hands as we commanded you do your own business concentrate on your ministry focus is the master key to vision accomplishment focus is the master key to vision accomplishment Deuteronomy 5, 32 and 33. You see, I'm loading too many things on you when you go, go and list them. You shall observe to do therefore as the Lord of God had commanded you. You shall not turn aside to the right or to the left. Turn aside, right to the left. Turn aside, right to the left. You shall walk in all the way which the Lord your God has commanded you. What has God commanded you? And stay on your message. Every ministry has a message. Stay on your message. Stay on your message. Number six. Beware and be free from money trap. Money trap. Today we are talking about wisdom. Money trap. Many people, when they saw money, they left the church. They are no more concentrating on church growth. Recently, a man of God sold his church and the members for one million dollars. He left. He gave both the church and the members to somebody. Collected one million. He said it has been his greatest dream to get a million. Once the dream has come to pass, he has ceased to live. Man of God. Tell your friend, be free from money trap. Money trap. Money trap. May I have come to the conclusion that it's not good for a pastor to see money early. Because most of the behaviors, misbehaviors is because of that. Today, pastors that can attack their seniors because they think they have money. They don't even see anybody as a senior. Except you have money more than them. It's wrong. It's wrong. Once the person gets money, he sees his money has made him a senior pastor. It's wrong. 
Money trap. Don't look for money, look for souls. That's wisdom key number six. Don't look for money, look for souls. Money don't bring church growth. It is church growth that brings money. Shopway Depot said, money doesn't grow ministry. It is ministry that grows money. Money doesn't bring church growth. It is church growth that brings money. Stay on mission. Avoid the money trap. Many, many, many years ago, we couldn't have invited a man like Noah Jones. Who born you by mistake? Can you pay for a hotel? Can you pay for ticket between ten thousand and twelve thousand dollars? But as we concentrated, people were laughing, and we built, and we built, and we built. Today we can do that. But somebody started. No, he wants to invite big men to blow his name. This is not for fun. No. By the time the meeting is over, you are in debt. Because even in your church, there's no, you have not even raised members who can give a thousand dollar. You don't have set people. Why do you want to kill yourself? Wait. Wait is a matter of that. And you yourself, you don't even have five hundred dollars. Because sometimes when you are doing this kind of meeting, I say you yourself should prosper so that in case something happens, you can use your own money to, you can use your own money to do whatever. Well, right now we have done a hotel, we have done take it, we have not taken one dime from the church. The rest is whatever. So it's not like that. We are gathering the people to receive offering to sort the man of God. If you like, give. If you don't like, whatever. So when the people were telling me that the pastor's distant, no, we have to let people register. I said, no, 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 yeah, I don't do that. Because some people, once we even say 20 cities, that's the reason why they won't come. Once you once you put, that's the reason. I can't go for a meeting. I, I can't go for a meeting. Maybe to that meeting is going to change his life forever. But once he saw five cities or even one city, because people have not grown like that. All the meetings I go, we ready to pay. Apostle is when I go, I pay two hundred fifty dollars. And son, I have my offering. That is for mature believers. I see you becoming loaded. But tell him, avoid the money trap. Don't let money be the thing driving you. Maybe if you invite the man of God now, you may have to go and borrow a cow. Hire a car. Go you yourself, the car you are driving. can't carry a visitor. Be patient. Be patient. You don't have access to media. You don't have access to whatever. Don't be in a rush. I will talk about that. First Timothy 6, 10 to 11. So now, all of us here are hosting the man. I want all of you to come in. We've heard quite was saying many, many things will happen. Some of you lead prayer. Yes, it's not holy here, Tim. It's all of us. I told Bishop Eddie, you, you, are, you are the one to introduce the man. Yes, we have started, I've started sharing the program. Maybe I won't do anything. I'm just a convener moving around. Yes. <laughs> it's a kingdom stuff. Amen. Somebody brought a great man of God here, and then the man of God had a destiny. And he, the, man, the man that invited him went and he saw other pastors. He got angry. The, and the man too got angry. I said, Do you owe me? You don't, you don't owe me. Yes. 
So when the big anointing comes, all of us should be able to enjoy the big anointing and flow because the people themselves they want to touch many lives. You see, so it's apostolic visitation for the whole Ghana. I see you catching some fresh oil. For the love of money is the root of what? Which was some converted after they have ate from the faith. They concentrated on it and they meandered from the faith. And pierced themselves through with many sorrows. 11. But thou, oh man of God. Wow. Flee what? Flee what? Follow after. Did he say follow after money? Follow after what? Righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, meekness. Anything you love is by choice. So, the, oh, Pastor, I'm not the one that loves money. Money loves me, no. Anything you love is by choice. No one falls in love by accident. How many of you here married by accident? So, those that fall into the money trap, they chose to. Matthew 6 24. Choose to pursue souls, not money. This is a wisdom key, not power key, wisdom. No man can serve two masters. For either he will hate one and love another, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. Ye cannot serve God and money. Recently I discovered all the pastors who started looking for money because of that intentionally made politicians their friends. They are having big, big, big problems. And the politicians said, when you get a problem, that's when they, 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 they somebody's having a problem recently. And I heard that they had the meeting. So leave him alone. Leave him. Let them deal with him. Let the Lord let the Lord deal with him. No one of you should say something for him. It is his own problem. I want to, I want to see him and tell him that you leave these people alone. You leave the pastors are not politicians. Leave them alone. You can pray for them if they come for prayer. But don't carry all your ministry. Every day you are sitting in Jubilee House. Are you a minister? And today pastors are looking for government contracts. In case you don't know, I'm telling you. Government contracts. You will finally have a government problem. You say, look as if it's nice. It's nice. It's nice. It's nice. And all. He said, nobody can even call him and say he should become a board member of a company. What, what are I talking about? That he, he, with his busy schedule, he's a board member, board chairman of a bank. Who is bankrolling him? Today, when some banks collapse, you know, it's pastors that they attack. We have to learn wisdom. They didn't do anything wrong, but you are the public figure. They attack you. People are taking decisions behind you. Now they attack you. We should all learn wisdom. Lack of financial integrity and greed will destroy your ministry. Jude one eleven. Financial integrity. You cannot be an accountant in the church. Accounting money officer. You cannot be so. You cannot be a pastor. You are the only one that knows what is in the account. Uh, the check bank account, you sign it alone, you are about to crash. Woe unto them, for they have gone in the way of Cain. Cain killed his brother because of money. And ran greedily after the error of Bela. Bela prophesied based on money. And perished in the gainsaying of God. These are people in the Old Testament that followed money. And they crack their ministry. He has lined them together for us. Check your heart. Do you preach because of money? 
You can only answer that question in your heart. May the Lord have mercy. Judas lost his apostleship and eternal reward by greed. Matthew 27, 1 to 4. So all of us, I'm not preaching to you, I'm preaching to us. We, we. Today, a pastor can stand. He said, When you get money, you have you have you have gained heaven. What? Money is heaven. There's no money in heaven because money is cheap, so it doesn't go to heaven. It's for buying and selling. Heaven, we don't buy, we don't sell. Everything is given by our Heavenly Father free of charge. You said that. that last time I told them, I said, if you are a rich man in this church and you say you are rich and you are wise, you better go to heaven because that's where the real riches are. You try and go to hell, that's when you see how broke you become. If you want a good life, heaven must be your destination. There's no good life in hell. Because in hell, you can't even carry anything. Your body itself is being melted by fire. So what can you carry? 12,000 degree fire in hell. Nothing survives. Nothing survives. 2,000 degree fire heat burns people in 15 seconds in the World Trade Center. 2,000 degree. The fire in hell is 12,000. Calculate it if you are a scientist. People are joking. When the morning was come, all the chief priests and the elders of the people took counsel against Jesus to put him to death. And look at why. Why? His associate pastor has sold him. Verse 2. Verse 2. And when they have bound him, they led him away and delivered him to Pontius Pilate, the governor. Next verse. Then Judas, which had betrayed him, when he saw that he was condemned, repented himself and brought again the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders. He sold his, his pastor, saying, I have sinned in that I have betrayed innocent blood. And they said, what is it that I have to do that? See us thou to it. Verse 5. He committed suicide. He cast down the pieces of silver in the temple and departed and went and hung himself. Money will hang you. God will bless you. As for that one there, there is no way you can serve God without a blessing. Even right now, I see somebody bringing you a car. He said, that will be patient. But it's not a car for competition. It's a car for functioning. That God will give you a good car that will not be spoiled on the roadside. But before then, some of us have to start with cars that stop in the middle of the road. You shot fuel a little. Cabrita breaks down a little. From here to Kumasi, they cast off seven times. To teach you patience. My God. Yes. Yes. See a man of God by the roadside. Fuel is finished. He is learning how to have compassion on the poor. One day when he becomes prosperous. Give the Lord a clap off over here. Tell your friend, you will not lose your apostleship. Many people don't know the depth of what Judas lost. You see, he did not only lose the apostleship. The Bible said that the disciples that follow Jesus, their eternal reward is that their names are in the foundations of the new Jerusalem. That's what Judas has lost. <laughs> eternal reward. 30 pieces of silver he didn't eat. 
The money you are chasing after, can you eat it? Is it right now somebody's house health have helped the woman to dispense the money? Yesterday they found another one in another another somebody's house. You see, they are collapsing the economy. They don't even put their money in the bank. So the dollar shim 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 the love of money. The love of money. Running after money can crush your destiny. A ministry. Luke 16 11. Luke 16 11. Luke 16 11. If therefore ye have not been faithful in the righteous mammon, who will commit to you true riches? There is true riches. I see God giving you true riches. Gehazi lost his ministry because of money. Second Kings 5, 25 to 27. Second Kings 5, 25 to 27. Now, how to be free from the money trap? How to be free from the money trap? Key number one, start small. Start from where you are. If today is Pastor Les, you can invite to preach, you give him thousand, he'll be happy. Don't go and try to invite Joshua Talina. Maybe he's not at your level. Or Benny. When he comes with his jet, can you pay for aviation footwear? Papa Copeland, don't even dream it. Copeland, he may not even take anything from you, but the type of plane that he flies is topmost class. So even if you didn't give him offering, can't you feel the, the, the he may even give you more than you can give him. But can't you pay for his hotel bill? Start from where you are. Now you can invite Pastor Derek. You give him 500, he'll still pray for you. You can invite Sophie, man. Even Mort, man of God. Tell your friend, operate at your level. Zachariah 410, who has despised the days of little beginnings. I used to tell my pastor, listen. I have people in my heart I will invite, oh, but not now. You, you, you remember? When the time comes, you see it. Coolie, coolie, coolie. Nobody has ever preached for me. Now listen to me. And has complained about the money again. Because I always, I, I know how to size people. I size the men. You can see me, three people are preaching for me, but they are, they are, this thing will never be the same because men of God are in dimensions. And I always, I don't want them to curse me when they leave. Because sometimes it's better you didn't invite the person than to receive a curse. The man is business class. You brought him to economy. He will curse you. He said, ah, this boy. So take your time. Everybody I ever gave honorarium to, they call me back. What kind of money have you given us? I learned it from Baboy Depot. He said that a man came to preach. He gave him money. The man, a white man, he says in his 30 years of ministry. So that's why you need to be patient. Otherwise, instead of getting a blessing, you get a curse. If the person your spiritual father, no problem. He can come and preach and he doesn't care about whatever, whatever. It's not, it's not. Me, all the people I'm dealing with, I deal with them like a family. It's not money, money matter. It's not money, money matter. It's different. 
tell your friends start small start from where you are zachariah what now you can invite some of your brothers here invite them and leave the americans alone when your time comes maybe you can bring pollinate fire message for you yes if you invite baba Edipo, you cannot even invite him but the man he but Baba Yerebo came to Ghana the last time. All the offering they gave him, he gave it back to the pastor that invited him. Not the church offering, that one. Even me, I sent offering. All the offering everybody brought. Kausa is in the briefcase. He pushed it. He said, Take it. He went to Nigeria empty handed. But such men are very few. Maybe only one. <laughs> I see you becoming such a person very soon. Man is too low, dead is a money. What a money. But did somebody give you where did you get the money from? Where did you get the money from? He has overcome money. Number two, understand that life is in faces and men are in sizes. We are talking about how to be free from the money trap. This is wisdom. Today I'm not preaching about power, I'm preaching about wisdom aspect of ministry. Power have destroyed many. Mark 4, 27 to 28. Today, pastors are taking consultation fee as if the church is a hospital. Continue. Pray for people and allow them to bless you as they are led. And teach them how to honor. Not that you are charging. No matter who you are, if you charge for prayer, you are scripturally wrong. We are not condemning you, but we are saying we are you are scripturally wrong. We are wrong if we charge people before we pray for them. Mark 4 27 28. And should sheep rise night and day, and the seed should spring and grow up. And you know you know how? Give him the 28. For the head bringer forth fruit of itself, first the blade, then the ear, after that the full corn. Understand. So he's telling you different stages. When something is growing, in case you didn't catch it, put it in amplifier. Stages. Different stages. There's a stage you are struggling with one cow. There's a stage you can grab a cow and give something to her. The producer crop by itself. First the blade. Then the head of the grain. Then the mature grain of the head. Men are in sizes. You, you don't understand it. Uh, if you don't take care, you'll see what he's talking about. Uh, the air producer crop by itself. First blade. Then the head of the game, then the mature game. So it's levels. Levels start from 27. Start from 27. These are the things you have to catch. You see, as he goes to bed at night and gets up every day, and in the meanwhile, the seed sprouts and grows. So, what he's saying that gradually, gradually, as you are going for, you are growing without knowing. Your finances are growing, your ministry is growing. It does this, it does not know. Today, as you came, I see you growing 15 feet, 15 feet. You may not know. I don't know how the church grew from one plot to become one and a half acres in circle here. That wasn't any man's plan. We just we just concentrated. Then we are going. And yesterday the Lord was telling me I'm going to add two more, two more plots to your yesterday night. I was I was meditating. He said, Have you seen this one? I said, Don't be bothered. When the time comes, I'll I'll clear all of them off. It's a matter of time. That's why me, I don't borrow. I don't borrow money. Because borrowing means you want to be faster than God. 
It's not a sin, but it's a burden. Take your time. Don't borrow money. Don't borrow money. Don't borrow money. Somebody was telling me that if I get, I said, no, no, me, I give the money I have. I don't go to collect money from people to give to somebody. And I don't know how to do that. If you ask me something, what I have is what I'll give you. And you cannot force me. Pastor, can you see Ajima? So Ajima will give you money to give you to me to solve my problem. So when you don't come, then Ajima will come and hold me responsible. Tell your friend, men are in sizes. Life is in stages. One day there will be five four-wheel drive parking in your house. Because God knows you are about to host international war. Minister. One day Bishop Black, he said, you have, I thought he was joking now. But it's working. It's working. Number three, be content with what you have for now. We are talking about money trap. What do you have now? It is enough. First Timothy 6, 6 to 8. First Timothy 6, 6 to 8. Money trap have destroyed many minutes. Godliness, he said, but, but godliness with contentment is a great gain. Now, next verse. Eh? For we brought nothing into the world and it is certain we can carry. Is the, is the practice practice if you are a tighter you are a tighter even if it's one city you are tighter but if you are not a tighter even if you get one billion you won't tight yes be faithful and I told you every ministry must pay title some of you have heard it but <clears throat> be faithful with little and God will multiply give pay your tithe give your prophets of sacrifices look 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 19 17 to 19. If you are faithful with the unrighteous woman, thou down, thou good and faithful servant. You see, thou has been faithful in little. Look at it. Thou has been faithful in little. Therefore, have authority over 10 cities. 10 cities. So, your little faithfulness, little small, small time, little small, small sacrifice. One day before you give, stop looking for boom, boom blessings. Your ministry must grow, the money must grow gradually. You start life, you know. Me, my landlord has sacked me before. Landlord came to put pressure on me. My rent will be due end of the month. The man brought his carpenter. They are doing garage in the house whilst I'm living there. Every day. The pressure became so much that I left and jumped into somebody's house when I have no pay rent. The, the woman is an SDA woman. So somebody took me there and there. because of the pressure, the woman went on camp meeting. When he came up in the house, he said, Hey, now what you are saying will be that say will be a to your rent. You wait to a better. Also for any near the power. Pressure. Tell you. Gradually, gradually I was able to pay. Uh, the, the woman took me to court for because of rent. Have you said you are suffering? Have you gone to court before? I went to call my, my classmate since he can't charge me. He's a lawyer. He, he, we went to call. First time we went to first time I went, I had no lawyer. I had no lawyer. So I my wife, I told my, my wife, my wife gave me some lawyer B who is not a full blown lawyer. 
is now in law school. Hey! The lady wrote something for me. I'm sitting in the court. I have no lawyer. So they called the case. Ah, that they got forth for me. And then the man said, the man asked the woman, Madam, this man you have brought to the court, it is not his time. When will he be time? Say, next two months. Ah, no, be a busume. So now the number calls. We are not burning it. The judge told the woman, Get out from here. The woman got angry with me more. He now turned the case and made an court of Kogun and the said, Ah, you are the one that took me to court. I didn't take you to court. He charged me again. This time he said, My children are playing football in the South. My children are girls. They don't play football. That's how far the pressure. You, you say you have pressure on you. Took me to court again when he has been warned never to return. This time when we went, you know, the same judge that warned him was the one sitting in the chair. But at, at this time, I've been able to do some some house that I've not finished. So I told my friend, you just tell them that in December we will we'll leave. Don't don't do any argument. Just tell them December leave. So December I left. And the house, you know, the house has no gate. So I went to stay at the top because the floor is not down. So if I try to stay at the town, when they are working, they will pass through my living room to go and work at the top. So I went to the top and I used to every every morning I'll use bucket to go and carry water to come. There's, I just put toilet and other things and I stay. So when I'm coming from the top, then I walk through the sand and I'll come. And I use um intention to do gate. I sold my car for church. I don't have car. So when they drop me, then I'll carry the intention like this. And I went inside. As I was there before now, the house became a proper house. You see, people are no patient though. But one day I said I'm going to build a house of my mother, and I built it in six months. The man that couldn't build his own house, that he took me to court. My level has changed. I see your level is about to change in the name of Jesus. Who sees his level changing? Be patient. Be patient. Before I see you are now selling gold. Man of God. Instead of preaching. The first time I traveled abroad, my wife's sister invited me. I even told her, I won't come, I won't come. I don't have money in my account for visa. Do you know how much I had? 11 cities. 11 cities. And I said, no, I don't have money. In the... And I don't know what happened. I went 11 cities. They gave me multiple visa. Do you know why? It was time. <laughs> 11... Don't you have more than 11 cities in your pocket? That's what I used to call it a visa. And, and the plane I went with is called Africa Airways. It's like trot trot chaka chaka coco chaka chaka chaka. I said, hey, send and go for Kwabuchi. The plane took us to Libya. When we got there, we wanted common water to drink. The Libyans said they don't take anybody's currency except their currency. Hey, 2 a.m., why are we going to get your currency? So we didn't drink water. And then they brought another plane to take us from Libya to London. That one was nice. That's when I saw people still don't respect black people. So we went. We went. Call my friends. This, 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 this. 
So next time when he said, put me at the bottom of the plane, closer to the toilet. I don't want to, when I sit down, people are crossing me, I'm closer than when I jump when I'm going. Gradually, gradually, I flew economy. Before one day I met a friend of mine, he was in a business, he said I should come. When I went there, I saw him say, ha! This place has different places like this. One day I will be here. And then I changed from economy to a place called premium economy. That's a little bit upgrading. Before now, I moved to business and other places. Life is in war. But recently, when I was traveling, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get a seat. I, I said that any place they put me. I'd rather put my wife in the business because a man or more, more person more relaxing. Me, I'm sitting in one of the normal chairs. It didn't change me because I've been there before. I sat. I saw one one guy. He, he said he saw me preaching in the church. He was sitting for so he put the chair and he said, Pastor, do you, do you think that you feel comfortable? I said, Don't worry. I'm just last week. Oh, I said, Don't worry about me. When we came down, he said, For 11 hours, you didn't sleep. I have business. I'm doing business on the seat. Reading, 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 reading. I said it's more important. When I entered, the day I decided to sit at the back of the distance, that's when I met other pastors. So you, is it you're afraid that somebody will ask you, is there where you are sitting? Did you send me anywhere? <laughs> Have you sent me anywhere to, to to for me to show where I'm sitting? Oh my friend. Don't live for others, so live for live for God and live for yourself. Many have destroyed their life because they chose public image over personal damage. You are busy damaging yourself whilst you are, whilst you are claiming public image. Everybody sit down. Public image at the expense of personal damage. That's why you have bought a shoe in the boutique. You have not paid and you are still wearing it. Somebody shout, I'm free. Number five way of avoiding this thing, and then we go to our last point and we close. Avoid the curse of using kingdom money. Church money is not your money. Every pastor ought to hear that. So recently, my son Apostle Winfred was going through some uh, landlord issue. I said, Charlie, <laughs> I'm a professor in this one. Could nothing will happen, nothing will happen. And that 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 thing even push us to get a miracle. I said, cool down. That's graduation now. Graduation. Now, avoid the case of using kingdom money. Don't take what does not belong to you. Church money is not your money. Lift your hand and say, Church money is not my money. You are not saying it well. Say, Church money is not my money. I only have a portion in it. I only have a portion. So those of you who are founders by yourself, determine a salary for yourself. It's not that everything they drop, you use whatever you want. You put the checkbook in your pocket. You are going here. You see your wife has gone to buy kente. You use church money to pay. So your wife has gone to buy wig. You use church money to pay. You want to buy perfume. You are using church money to pay. That temptation comes to uh, those that have started their own business. And there are people who are even also brand pastors. They do the same. Determine a salary and be accountable. First Samuel chapter 2, 
verse 27 to 31 the lord warned prophet eli he said why do you kick at my offering he calls the morning the church is morning first samuel chapter 2 verse 27 this one i want to read it i want to read it there came a man of god from eli and said unto him that says the lord did i plainly appear to the house of our father when you were eating in the pharaoh's house Next verse. a pastor should be able to sit down for a long time and I did choose him out of the tribe of Israel to be my priest, to offer my altar, to burn incense, to wear an errand effort for me. Did I give, wait a minute, did I give unto the house of thy father all the offerings made by fire of the children of Israel? 29, that's where the problem is. Wherefore kick ye at my sacrifice and my offering? God calls the money in the church his money. Why do you kick at my sacrifice and my offering, which I have commanded in my habitation, and you honor your sons above me to make yourself? The curse that came upon him is that the Lord told him, I've taken the priesthood from your hands, and then everybody in your house will die prematurely. Dangerous. Verse 31, see it. People who joke with church money. So, brothers, let us advise ourselves. Because you are overseer, nobody control you, nobody check any account, whatever. Even the checkbook, you are the only one signing. Behold, the days are coming that I will cut off your arm and the arm of thy father, sir, that there will not be an old man in your house. Look at it. So if you come from such a family and you are dying, you don't know your, your grandfather has gone to chop off. You eat vitamins, people are still dying. You drink more water. People are still dying. You do trotting every day. You run three kilometers. You, you are still that Your grandfather has chopped church offering. There will not be an old man in your house. Let's be careful. But I pray that very soon God will give you your own personal money. I say, say my own personal money. My own personal but boy, they put say he has 22 workers in his house, and all of them are paid from his own pocket. His house, 72 acres, everything going down. He built it himself. He pays it. Even the airplane that he flies, he fooled it himself. One day, some people said something. They got him angry. He said, Some people are making pocket. You make another pocket, I'll put my hands in my pocket and buy another plane. <laughs> The man that couldn't eat an egg on Sunday morning, listen where he started from. He told his wife, Where did you get this breakfast from? He said, Oh, I may say, No, 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 no. If you do another breakfast like that, we can't give offering. It shows you how broke they were. A faithfulness. Gradually. Gradually. He can buy plane from his pocket. You'll be the next person to buy a helicopter from your pocket. Watch out. Most of these pastors who are showing off, showing off, showing off. It's all church money. He went take all the church money, go to a car dealer, and then put all the money there. One guy, he collected money from America that is coming to build a house, a church in Ghana. Before I saw, he has gone to buy a house in this level. Recently, a friend of mine got stroke, and the stroke was, this is the reason. He had a uh, He had is it fifteen thousand pounds, and then he took the churches five thousand pounds and added, and went and bought his personal land in this level. 
he was wrong when they finished they found out that the land has been bought by four people including Kennedy Japan all the four people lost the land the pastor there is all his life he used to back so when he got the information he goes through straight so I asked him, why did you why did you use the church money? He said, Bishop, I was using it to pay it later. He almost died. He, now he has lost everything. Everybody has losses, including the pastor. Church money. Church money. Church money. Church money. Church money, church money, church money. So one day I told the Lord, give me my own personal money. I can use it to do whatever I want to. Now, if people ask me even for help, I give them my personal money. It's not church. If you see me, I ever give you money to help. It's my own money. God, the church one not there. I'm, I'm afraid. I may not know whether God is laughing or is. <laughs> I don't get if I help if I ever help you it's my own money it's not church I don't do that I use church money for church business church money if I ever if, if I'm doing something mistakenly I use my money to even collect it it's, I, I, I can't even do that because the church always have something to do hey always 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 be careful all pastors I knew who started chopping church money today there's nothing to chop God can give, you, can you believe that there was a man that my tithe is bigger than the whole church tithe me my personal title that I pay you know, is bigger than the thousands of people their tithe we are paying to the headquarters it has happened to me before is it true that God can give you personal money or not from today i see the heavens open over your ministry you didn't say amen i say i see the heavens open over can i ask you a question doesn't god know your telephone number your bank account why are you playing games be afraid of the scripture i quoted you have kicked he took the ministry from him and also caused his family prophet eli prophet eli Prophet Eli. Because people were playing games. Church money. Lack of wisdom. The pastor is using money. He's, sometimes he's missing his personal money with the church. Oh, missing, missing. You don't know which one belongs to him and which one belongs to the church. When it comes to church money, be careful. You see, Papa Edipo said something. He said that. If somebody steals church money, he will go after him from heaven to because concerning church money, he's a steward. But if you steal his personal money, he may dash, he may dash it to you. Somebody stole from him and built a factory. Yes. And then he later discovered. So when the, the pastor was caught, he said, Pastor, why did you use the money for build a factory? Oh, God bless you. At least he didn't waste the money. You build a factory, whatever, whatever. If you steal his personal money, he will leave you. But if it's church money, he will chase you from everywhere because it is not his money and he's a steward, and he shouldn't allow you to take it. 
Where did he get that notion from? Some two ladies stole money from the church offering and they used it to build a house. So when they were discovered, one of them developed tuberculosis. He was dying, became slim like a person. So they came to him and they confessed. He said, he, 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 with the compassion of a father, he laid hands on the girl. Jesus, forgive her. The lady died the next day. So he went to Jesus and said, why did you kill him? He said, it's my money they stole. It's not your money. So you cannot decide what I, the way I deal with them. Hey, some of these stories should frighten you. Some of these stories should frighten you. So he said, David, leave me to deal with them. It's not your money. If it is your money, I can, I can, I can, I can leave them. But it's my money. So I decide what to do with them. The lady died. So, so, so be careful. Separate your money. Tell your wife. Tell your children. You see, sometimes people don't know they can push you. They can push you into things. Take only the portion that belongs to you. That's why you must have a structure. If they pay you five thousand, finish. If the church decides that there are certain allowances. Only take the one that have been officially designated to don't do akbalakba. Now who only want to change me? Before you see some sickness has attacked your child, and then all the money you have stolen is gone. I don't know when my children even fell sick for long, for a long time. When they were young, that my wife used to use his car to pay. As my life left empty and God saw it, so they don't get sick anymore. Was me, my money doesn't pay hospital. Kingdom, 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 kingdom. Charlie, someone will give you one acre land free of charge. Yeah. Someone will build you a house and come and call you and he will dash you the house. Yeah. Tell three people, leave God's own alone. He will give you your own. Man of God. Wisdom. Leave God's money alone. He will give you your own. What are you talking about, man? Glory to God. Finally, okay, sit down. Jump a little. Jump. Let the blood flow. Let the blood flow. This is real studies. We are not joking here. Let the blood flow. Wisdom key number seven. Beware and be free from pride. Now, the reason why I put that one as number one is that when you begin to see all this growth the next thing is that your heart begins to swell up your heart begins to swell up then you say ah, ah that's for me now i flow with people like bishop dag and noah jones and uh, um, uh me all the topmost ministers in the world by the grace of god i know them pastor chris he lay hands on me three times i've met papa deboe with his hands i don't know who you are going to mention Pastor Ben here in a place we were eating. No, all the topmost, topmost, topmost. But if I don't tell you, you will never know. Because me, some of the pictures, you will never know that I know some people. A man of God wanted to see Bishop Edipo. He tested me. He said, I'm in Nigeria. Can I? I said, Don't worry, give me two minutes. I'm coming. I sent him a number. Said, they will call you the next time. Even yesterday night, he tested me. He said, oh, Bishop, God bless him. He said, I will shake connection, sir. Tell your friend, humility. humility. Yes. Now, that's, that's the last point. Wisdom key. Don't let anything make your heart swell because of the car that you are driving. 
because of maybe you have built a church everybody said no why we started at the beginning have a vision for church growth and it never ends it's a never ending church group if you want to keep growing then humility is a must officer will do there forget about humility so be, be, beware and be free from pride success can stay pride that leads to a fall always remain humble in your sight we must receive ev- we must receive everything from god with meekness don't act as if you didn't receive Ora robert said his mother said to him he said ora i know god is going to use you but always look small in your own eye always look small in your own eye the reason why some people don't grow again is because they don't receive again and they don't receive again because they are proud and pride stops you remember he gave more grace to the humble and the more you receive the better you can do his knowledge has come to a standstill he cannot receive anymore he cannot receive i, I think some of you have seen a picture where papa they are taking those uh-huh. they are still taking those but you came here without a notebook they are still taking yesterday i was still taking my notes up to 3 40 a.m after i've gone to preach from a crusade so when i sleep i worry my wife a lot except maybe go to sleep somewhere because when i'm sleeping i'm naturally not sleeping every two minutes cuckoo i've gotten a revelation so my wife why are you shaking your leg i said ah, something is something is passing through me <laughs> so to stay with me in the same room charlie is very difficult very very difficult so always pray for the pastor's wife they are they are suffering man of god finally pride is a silent destroyer proverbs 16 18 let us all be aware Oh, I don't need to go for sons of the prophets again. Now I'm not the son of the prophet, I'm a prophet. Pride goeth before destruction. And a haughty spirit before a fall. No proud believer has a future. James 4 6. God resists the proud. So you have no future. You can't move. And we are talking about continuous church growth. When God stops you, where, where are you moving? The book of Nazar turned into a beast because of pride. Herod was eaten by worms because of pride. Daniel 4, 30-32, Acts 12, 22-23. Everybody that became proud was stopped. He couldn't experience growth. Some of you, when we finish, say, it's time for fellowship. Let's drink tea and eat bread. He said, oh, I have English breakfast. Do you think we put the food there because you are hungry? No. Fellowship. 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 I've left, I've left this place where I drink tea in the midst of people. <laughs> hey! These are not the midst of people. These are your brothers who look like you. They are all ministers. Choose humility no matter how big your church grows. Humility will give your ministry unstoppable growth. Because we are talking about continuous growth. So pride cannot come in. Pride puts a full stop on your growth. It will put a full stop. Anytime we go to the point the post place, you see Paul and nature there. You see it be the nature has a right now, presently, apart from the one Papa Udipo is building, his building is the biggest. 
100. Papa Oedipo's own is 200 something and four. With travelators, which is not anywhere in the world. They sit there in front. When they come, we don't even sit in front. We sit at the second seat. Before they call, we come and sit there. Be huge man. Huge man. You go to a place that didn't give you a seat, you got angry. Even the message could really hear it. Front seat, front seat. No. The meeker you are, the larger your course expands. When I met Bishop Lewis Jones, he said, Come for dinner. I was sitting down talking. Oh, that man gave me some dangerous bullets. He said that if you see anybody who is very proud, he doesn't know God. When you know him, hey, pride will leave you. The meeker you are, the larger your course expands. Matthew 5 5. We are closing, so pay attention. Matthew 5 5. Be humble. Moses the meekest became the greatest. Numbers 2 of 3. He was the meekest and he was the greatest. Blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth. The earth, the earth, the meek, the meek, the meek. When you can take in more. Numbers 2 of 3. Eh? Now the man Moses was very meek. Above all the men which were upon the face of the earth. Keys to avoiding pride. Number 1. Remember God gave you what you have. So no boasting. John 3 27. Today we are talking about wisdom, not power. Wisdom for continuous church growth. I've seen that one of my childhood friends has come to sit at the back there from America. You see? Yes. We are still flowing. You test me, I'll test him. Talking, talking, talking. When you become proud, he said, No, no, you are. Uh, uh, hey, who are you? Who are you? So as we are sitting down, there is nobody who even knows your background. Hey, you are in trouble now. So when I when I finish, we'll be talking about old old matters. Yesterday I saw a boy they post pictures with some three men, and one of them is holding a sense and they are pressing the eyes. Hey, these are his old folks. <laughs> John three twenty seven. Everything you have came from God. Number two, keep learning and tell yourself, I don't know much. Keep learning and tell yourself, I don't know much. Proverbs 1 5. Proverbs 1 5. Proverbs 1 5. A wise man will hear and will increase learning. So you don't stop. Increase learning. A man of understanding. Increase learning. Increase learning. A wise man. We are talking about wisdom for continuous church growth. Increase learning. There are pastors in Ghana here. They don't attend any conference forever. If they will attend anywhere, it's their own that they are the one preaching. You will burn out. How can a river be flowing out without flowing? You will be exhausted. There are days you need to sit down and to let others teach you. Proverbs 1.5 It is wisdom to continuously hear. Number three, recognize those ahead of you and honor them. First Peter 5.5 5. Every man of God must have a man of God. Every man of God must have a man of God. Every man of God must have a man of God. Likewise, ye younger, submit yourself unto the elder. Yea, all of you be subject to one another and be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud, which means that you can grow and give grace to the humble. <laughs> Number four, serve and don't be served. Serve and don't wait for you to be served. Serve. 
Can you carry church in your own church? Can you do the things that you used to do before? Can you still sing as a preacher? Can you still go and play the keyboard? The things that you used to do before you became a mega pastor. Do you still do it? Or you're always looking for who will save you? Luke 22, 26, and 27. Luke 22, 26, and 27. Jesus said, But ye shall not be so. But he that is greatest among you, let him be as the younger. He that is chief as the one that serve. Yesterday during the prayer, when I came, there's no cameraman. I jumped on the camera, started operating it. Life. Life. Come, come, come. No, 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 no. This one is not anything difficult. I can also do it. Verse 27. Whether he's greater, he that seated at me or he that seven. It is he that seated at me, but I am among you as the one that serve. Always serving it to keep you humble. Finally, 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 in conclusion, be thankful always to keep increasing in growth. Be thankful. Be thankful. You see, to say thank you means you recognize that somebody else has done something for you. Now listen carefully. To say thank you is because you can't say thank you to yourself. So anytime you are saying thank you, you are recognizing the input of others and that keeps you humble. Are you catching the revelation? Yes. You are. It's not only God you say thank you to. There are men too you say thank you to. Anytime you are saying thank you, so to remain humble, always be thankful to both men and God. You may you may think it's, it's a joke. Always be thankful. Thank you, somebody else. You didn't say thank me. Have you said thank me before? And that keeps you humble. You are recognizing the contribution of others. And so, Ephesians 5.20 says, eh, giving thanks to God always for all things. The Lord brought 20 people. Father, we thank you. Thank you for 20 people in church. Oh my God. Next week, 30. Father, thank you. I've never complained about the number of people who came to church before. God wake them up. He let them bath and perfume themselves. And use their own money to take glory for To come and listen to your preaching that lacks quotation. You are not happy. Giving thanks always for how many things? Say all things. Say all things. Tell your brother, always be thankful. Oh, say thank you to him that he's sitting beside you. Thank you. Huh? Unto God, the Father of Christ. What will he do? Are we talking about continual growth? Yes. Jeremiah 30, 19. Look at it. Jeremiah 30, 19. It's a simple, simple case. Wisdom case. Jeremiah 30, 19. Out of them, some pastors, they don't sing, they don't dance. Hey! You're a big man, oh. You're a big man, oh. Even when they are in the church, they make the church service boring. Press the worship time. The pastor is sitting down. Everybody's lifting his hands. I love you, Lord. His face grave. Out of God. You may not live long. You may you because you are accumulating things inside. Man of God doesn't cry. Who told you? Jesus wept. Tell, tell your brother, Jesus wept. You say a man of God doesn't cry. You don't cry because of challenges. You cry because of worship. You weep in worship. What are you talking about? That's why many pastors don't work in miracles. Because they don't know the relationship between music and the miraculous. Let thanksgiving flow. And the voice of them that make merry. And I will multiply them. So... One of the keys to church growth is always being thankful. Which also helps you to be humble. I will multiply them. And they, sometimes we organize. I tell them, 
Holy Hill goes white. Everybody ring and get it. Me, my, me, I'm dancing. You are standing. Why is Baba Oedipo, Papa, are they holding tambourine? Even when he goes to government office, he's holding tambourine. So somebody asks him, Baba, why? He said, it reminds me that I didn't bring myself here. Oh, we shake it. Do you know you didn't bring yourself here, Pastor Henry? I did not bring myself here. Politicians can intimidate him to drop his tambourine. Whose presence is he going? If you carefully study this wisdom keys and engage them, you are going to experience unstoppable growth. I see your ministry jumping from one level to another 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 level. Lift your hands and speak in tongues. Seven wisdom keys. You deserve the glory. Oh, Rabba Shakata Rabba. And the honor. You deserve the glory. Lift your hands, man of God. Some grace is about to hit your life. Some grace is hitting your life. Oh, Rabba Shokera Katarakata Balaba. Lord, help me to walk in wisdom. Wisdom, 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 wisdom. For you are great. Oh, Rabba, Ragadebo, Lift your hands and pray and thank him. Thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him. Thank him, Maro. Sharabo Koroziagare. Ragadagadagadagada. Ragadagadagadagada. Ragaga. Ragadaga. Raga. Ragagaga. Raga. My God. My God. Oh Lord, we give you praise. Oh Lord, we give you praise. Oh Lord, we give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. I see mega churches. I see mega churches. I see mega churches. I see mega churches. In thousands, in thousands, in thousands. Somebody pray in the Holy Ghost and thank him. Oh Rabba Baba 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 Baba. Are you thanking him? Are you thanking him? Are you thanking him? Are you thanking him? Lord, I receive wisdom. I receive wisdom. I receive wisdom. I receive wisdom.
my friends. I can't even say they are my friends. They are fathers. Eh? They are fathers. I cannot even call them friends. I cannot, I cannot call them friends. 
say fellowship with those whose ministries are working proverbs 13 20 he that walk with wise men shall be wise many pastors have been destroyed by wrong friends some pastors their friends introduce them to girls girls because they have girlfriends so when you become their friend they are teaching you you go to hell some pastors are now drinking wine with hot alcohol because their friends are doing so be careful you don't have a spare life when you are driving without the spare tire you drive carefully he that walk with wise men shall be wise a companion of fools shall be destroyed choose your friends you want your church to grow do you go to places where they are teaching church growth see is that the place you go iron sharpened iron is coming next week you have opportunity to go listening to how teaching omega church bishop Noel jones is the second most popular black preacher in america and i'm announcing to you again fifth to eighth even if you have to come and stay in accra for four days charlie is that not traveling go and start go and start tell the lord i'm going for this conference all the four days give me resources add your wife to it add your associate pastor to it add key leaders and i told you on the thursday morning special time with sons of the prophets 7th september but come for the open he will be here for four solid days four solid days even if you come you will even learn how to receive an international man of god you see many things you'll learn it's going to be powerful how to organize protocol so from 5th to 8th september all rules lead here it's not a holy hill event though no 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 i didn't tell the man that i'm organizing i told him we have sons of prophets pastors from all over they are coming he said yeah that one so saturday this the thursday morning special one yes so those of you came late all of us are hosting bishop Noel jones come with all your leaders fifth it is tuesday night to friday after friday you go back to wherever you came from and then so start saving money you can register if you need accommodation they, there is a table there they can help you find a place i see god making you a mega church pastor amen last warning never fight another man of god because you think he's doing well those that fight success success run away from them don't join anybody on social media you have a problem with a pastor go to him and talk to him don't go and sit on social media and turn that place into a place you see you are destroying other people's faith it's not going to help you and don't even have anybody you hate man of god yes let's become brothers when we go to heaven this is how we are going to gather i see god blessing you Thank you for listening to this message. We believe your needs were met and every word kept you in closer fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Want more? Find us on Facebook by searching Holy Hill Chapel AG or Reverend Kojo Bwatenbempa or join our Supernatural Generation family. You can also subscribe on YouTube by searching Kojo Bwatenbempa for our video messages to further boost your faith. We look forward to hearing your testimony through any of our social media handles on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter.